This is Levi Cooper. Hey, this is Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins. This is Big Beef. What's up, bozos? This is Trevor Outlaw. And you're listening. You're listening. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks. Sit Down Marks. Sit Down Marks. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks podcast with DB, Primo, and AJ. Welcome to this special edition of Sit Down Marks Podcast. The Marks are off this week, but I will bring to you some of our best interviews here. Up next, we have Daniel Maccabe, followed by Billy Starks, and finally, our Trevor Outlaw interview. I hope you all enjoy as we take the week off. We will see you next week. Welcome, everybody, to Sit Down Marks. Man, we got a really fun uh, guest here uh, today on the show. I am super, super pumped, man. I haven't gotten to see this guy wrestle live since 2019. Primo, man, you excited for Daniel Maccabe tonight, Extremely huh? excited, extremely grateful. Thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the show. We cannot thank you enough. No, I mean, thank you guys for inviting me, and, uh, you know, obviously we're we're all here to talk about a uh, big weekend upcoming and I'm, I'm stoked to, to be along with you guys previewing it and, and just uh, shooting it, shooting uh, the, as it is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. Coming up this weekend is a super huge weekend for wrestling um, uh, in the Southeast. You're a, a very popular man in Chattanooga, Tennessee um, um, from, uh, from when I saw you win the 2019 Cynic City Invitational. So we're going to talk a lot about that night. We're going to talk about, uh, what's, uh, coming up here. And, uh, as, uh, this weekend, as you got Adam Priest in the first round, we're going to talk about a possible AC Mac rematch here that could possibly blow the, blow the, the roof off if these guys lock up here again. So, but, uh, to get us started, uh, Daniel, I want to talk, man. Uh, so how was your quarantine, man? What did you do? How did you stay up on your wrestling or how locked down were you guys up there in, uh, in British Columbia? You know what? I mean, I, I guess it's feel, felt like a lifetime for all of us. Right. But, but it's really felt like, uh, a couple lifetimes up here in BC. So, you know, it was kind of a, a thing where things were initially not as locked down as they were in the United States. And then uh, it kind of flipped the switch. And when you guys were kind of getting back into the swing of things, we were still under uh, a pretty strong uh, a lockdown. So, you know, uh, I had, uh, you know, I, I was actually in Europe when, when things all kind of oh, okay. locked down. I was doing some shows over there. And then, uh, so that was in, you know, the first, second week of March of 2020, came home and, and then I didn't get to wrestle again until October of 2020. Wow. And, uh, wow. you know, I had, I had that one match with uh, Lee Moriarty uh, for Southern Underground Pro in, uh, in Indiana, yeah. which was, you know, that was, a, that was a big one for me. And then, uh, you know, in the interim, there was some training allowed here in British Columbia. There's a, a really amazing wrestling school called Lionsgate that I, that I attend. That's run by some, some great trainers and, and some great pro wrestlers. And uh, they, uh, with to do with um, provincial laws, they had to shut down on November 2nd of 2020. And wow, they okay. did not open up again until this past June 
like wow. less, like a month ago. So no training here in British Columbia for, you know, what was that? Like seven months where we wow. allowed, to, not allowed to train. And, you know, like, uh, like the best of us, you know, I put on the, the COVID, uh, 15 or 20 or, or whatever, uh, whatever we all did. So, um, the last couple months leading up to SCI has really been me working that off and getting back to a weight that I'm comfortable at and getting back to, uh, you know, a physical fitness that I'm comfortable at. Uh, yeah. you know, I had, uh, a couple matches this past April in, in Florida, uh, as a part of, uh, WrestleMania weekend and full admission, you know, I wasn't really happy with my performances there. I really wasn't happy with where my fitness was at. Okay. And so I didn't want to make the same mistake twice. So the gotcha. last, Last three months, it's all been about getting back in ring shape and, and you know, three matches in two nights at a minimum if you want to win the thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, that last one's a four-way. And so, you know, I, I don't want to be caught, you know, huffing and puffing and, and sucking wind, uh, you know, against a guy like Adam Priest or, or right. you know, may, maybe AC Mack or, or maybe a rematch with Eric Royal or, or who knows, right? So I uh, – Sure. That's yeah. – that's, 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 that's that's kind of been my life, you know, the last three months, it's been a lot of, you know, working the nine to five and then going to the gym and, and trying to, and, and I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, I, I'm not someone who posts a lot of gym selfies or anything like that, but in the last couple of months, I, I've lost 20 pounds and, nice. uh, and, and things are appearing to look, look good, but you know, we're, uh, we're in the home stretch now. So, so hopefully things are good this weekend. Yeah. So this weekend, it's kind of going to be the pinnacle of you, you know, getting back in, you know, into a wrestling uh, uh, shape and ability, I guess, after the long layoff. And it's crazy that, you know, it's SEI, you know, which you are defending champion. So you know, not only that of everything that's happened, Daniel, you're coming in with a lot of pressure as defending champ. Nobody's ever repeated winner in this <laughs> tournament. You've heard this already. I know I've you heard, have. I've heard this. No one's ever done it. And I, yeah. I want to be, I want to be the first guy to do it. You know, it, it is a, you know, it's a big, it's a big ass to come back after a layoff like that and have three matches in, in two nights. And not a only that, venue like this year too, different venue, different venue, but I'm going to, we'll, we'll go into that. I think that venue, I think that that plays to my strength. I, I love, I like the look of that venue. I'm used to, you know, I really made my name. Uh, in a, for a promotion in Seattle called Three to One Battle that yes. you know didn't didn't survive the pandemic is no longer with us. Oh, for very, I haven't for, heard that. Oh wow. For, okay. for for various reasons we don't have to go into. There was you know sure. some some of it is is to do with the building, some of it's to do with management. So sure. Um, but um, you know that was a, a a very intimate building, and that's really where I, I I got a lot of my my licks in and and really built up my reputation as, as someone who. I think excels in a small room and I really feed on the energy of people right there in your face and people who right. can see, you know, they're right up close and personal. They can see if you make a mistake, but they can also sure. see if you, if you're setting a trap for someone, maybe they're going to see it before your opponent sees it, you know? So yeah. that's something as, as someone who really excels in, in technical, uh, you know, my, my technical ability, I think it really plays well in a room like that. I think it's way more interesting to watch a Daniel McCabe match in a room like that. I think it's more interesting to have a Daniel McCabe match in a room like that. Oh, yeah. And so I'm looking forward to it, but you know, first things first, it's not, it's not SCI, but to kick things off TWE the night before I'm wrestling Damian Tangra. And you know, I'm, I'm not that I'm, I'm overlooking them because you know, the, the big news is SCI, but I'm, sure. I'm happy. I'm happy that I get something in to, 
to get a rep, a rep in a repetition and, and see kind of where I'm at before, you know, the next night, Adam priest and, and Absolutely. it's, and it's, it's off to the races, right? Yeah. And that's when the, the real, the real test begins. So, uh, so let's talk about, um, uh, you remember, uh, I remember you, you announced on, uh, uh, Twitter and possibly some other social medias today. You got some new shirts out. Yes, These sir. These shirts, uh, mimic the shirt that you had on the night that you won the 2019. Absol- absolutely. So, uh, so that is really cool, man. I'm loving that. So what's the story real quick of, uh, you know, why you wear the, 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 the football jerseys and, uh, and, so, uh, I, I mean, they- like the, the, the soccer jerseys, football jerseys, depending on where, where you're from, what you call yeah. it, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it started as something, you know, I, I, I'm not going to mince words. I'm not the most athletic looking guy. I'm not going to win a body contest. But for me, what's important is what, what you do between the ropes in the ring, you know, oh, for, between yeah, bell to bell. I'm not going to, you know, there's obviously some, some amazing looking athletes out there. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to work on that, but it's not my strong suit. And so the, the soccer jersey is a way for me to, it's almost like an artistic expression for, sure. you know, things, you know, you know, representing, you know, clubs that, that mean a lot to me or representing countries that, you know, that I might have an affinity for. Yeah. But it's also a way for me to still have an athletic look without, you know, you know, because I'm not going to necessarily look you know, as athletic next to someone, yeah. if I'm, if I'm trying to, to show off my physique, cause it's not going to be comparable to, to some of the guys I'm going to be in there with. Right. Yeah. And so, so it, it was just a, a spin on, on something, you know, I, I didn't want to be, there's lots of wrestlers out there that have their own vibe. And, and for me, I, it just wasn't working as, as a guy wearing a black t-shirt and, and gotcha. shorts, you know? So yeah. there's other guys who can pull that off, you know, your, your brawling type guys or someone who looks like a real, you know, ass yeah. kicker, but but that's not me. So, you know, I, no, I got to be, you're, you're making guys like that tap out though. <laughs> that, and that's, and that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the best Daniel Maccabi that I can be. I'm, I'm going to be right. the best me that I can be. And so it, it's unique as well. And, and, you yeah, know, it is and something and that's worth- because I am a soccer football fan, depending on where you're from. And, yeah. you know, always kind of like, Oh, what's what, what jerseys Daniel? What's he wearing today? this time? Like, you know, I, like I want to see, you know, like and, I've seen Roma, you know, you know, like it's awesome. You know, like and something that. that's worked in, you know, it's been a, an amazing byproduct of it is, you know, when I come over to, to Europe, you know, the, the few times that I was able to do so pre-pandemic, I've got people from over there who, who are really diehards when it comes to their, to their football. Yeah, and yeah. they're, so you might they're, wear the wrong jersey. Well, there, <laughs> that has, that has been me. That has actually happened. Oh, but, I'm sure. They're passionate. But, but, you know, I've had numerous, I probably had six or seven jerseys that have been gifted to me by fans who want me to wear, you know, their like hometown clubs. And we're talking some like small clubs in Germany, some smaller yeah, clubs in England, yeah. you know, obscure like, yeah. obsc- you know, teams and like teams I'm, you know, I might be have a cursory knowledge of, but you know, like it's almost it led me to like, okay, I'm going to check out this team. I want to represent, you yeah. know, for, you know, if, if these fans are willing to invest in me, I want to invest in, in them, you know? So sure. like, don't come to SCI and bring me like a Liverpool kit or a Manchester city kit or any like top flight EPL team because it's it's very apparent that I'm a Chelsea supporter and I'm not going to wear sure. any 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 other right, team yeah, there. That's, yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. I got I, I got it. some lines, right? I get but, it. I get but, it. But I mean, if you like, you want to go out of your way to get me? That's it. They're all customized with my name and number on them too. Like that means the world to me. If someone yeah. wants to give me a gift like yeah. that, that's you so had the number cool. nine on that night. I remember that one. So. Every yeah, number nine is my nine. Lucky number nine. I was born on April 9th, which is the 99th day of the year. 
And, uh, and nine is, you know, uh, it's historically, it's a, a striker number is what a striker wears on a, on a soccer team. And, and so it's just, it's an important number in soccer. And oh, so yeah. that's, that's I why like that angle, that's why I always wear number nine. So, so yeah. And, and the fact that I could tie into, you know, my merchandise with the, with the yellow shirts, yeah. you know, a uh, reminiscent of the yellow Belgium Jersey. I won, I wore that night when I won SCI back in 2019 with the added little star above the crest. Cause that's what a championship team does. They put the star above the but crest, above the on, crest. Yes. right? So I, right. I thought that was a nice little nice touch, touch and, and, and hopefully was. I can come back next year and I'll have two stars up there for, uh, for winning this year's tournament as well, but we'll see. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about that, man. Before we uh, get to that, man, Primo's got some fun questions for you, Daniel. All right, Primo, if you're ready, man, line them up here, man. This should be fun. Yes, sir, I am ready. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was just enjoying listening to Daniel talk about that. That was really interesting. <laughs> uh, real, let's Daniel. Let's go outside the ring here with these questions, okay? Absolutely. Uh, Real quick, anybody that goes and clicks on uh, your Twitter will yep. automatically see that you're into music. So yep. when did you first learn to play guitar? Uh, that's that's kind of an interesting story. So like, I, I started playing guitar when I was like 11 years old. Um, I had a, a friend in, in elementary school who was playing guitar, and I ended up going to the same uh, guitar teacher that he did. And like all like 11, 12, 13-year-olds, you want to be good at something immediately. And I, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the chops right off the get go. And I didn't have the, um, the real passion to, you know, be that the type who sits down and practices hours a day and that sort of thing. And so I played a little bit, you know, from age 11 to maybe 14, but really didn't have the passion. And then it was, uh, in my early twenties, I had a pretty substantial back injury that actually took me away from wrestling for a Ooh. couple of years. Oh, wow. I didn't know and uh, so I needed something, you know, wrestling, obviously it's a physical outlet for me, but it's also uh, a major creative outlet for me. And so I needed something to kind of fill that void as a creative outlet in my life. And then admittedly, I was trying to impress a girl as one does with a guitar and uh, what else is there to do? And it? so so I just picked it back up and, and really kind of took to it like a fish to water. And that That's was, great. you know, well over 20 or 20 years ago, 10 years ago. I'm not that old. Um <laughs> I'm I'm older than I look, but I'm not that old. And uh, and yeah, it's just something that has become uh, a real passion of mine. And, and outside of wrestling, you know, I play in, in numerous bands and and, I, you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to juggle the schedule between, you know, if your band wants to play a gig and I've got a booking somewhere. So, Ooh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's, um, that's a little bit tough, you know, but I have been lucky to play some amazing shows with, with some amazing people, a couple, a couple really cool tours I've gone on and uh, yeah, something I'm very passionate about now. So. That is really cool, man. Yeah. And you, you know, you know, it never fails that there's always a girl involved when it comes to the guitar. <laughs> uh, Every are, time. Are there any other instruments uh, that you, or anything musically that you might be into besides guitar? Oh, I mean, when it comes to actually playing them, I used to be able to fake my way on the drums a bit, but I've got good rhythm, but I really don't have any kind of actual training on it. Okay. Um, I used to be a much better singer than I am now. <laughs> um, I, I could fake it. I, I'll post some videos of me, you know, playing acoustic guitar on my, on my YouTube channel. And there was kind of a running, uh, back and forth between me and Alex Shelley, where we were, uh, posting nice. covers and, and challenging one another kind of building up to whenever the inevitable match happens between the two of us, hopefully sometime in the, in the, the coming year or so. But, uh, but I'm not that good of a singer anymore. I just kind of fake it. So otherwise, um, musically, I mean, 
I'm an avid record collector. I've got a, a, a pretty sizable uh, vinyl collection. Uh, you know, prior to that, as a kid, I was a pretty avid CD buyer. And so there's, there's no shortage of music in this household, that's for sure. That is awesome. <laughs> that is really cool, man. Uh, well, that answers my uh, next question, uh, which was going to be, are there any lesser known skills or hobbies that you're into besides music and wrestling? Uh, I mean, like record collecting, sure. Uh, you know what? I used to be a pretty avid hiker and I'm lucky that I live in, in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. You know, I'm just outside Vancouver, British Columbia. And mm-hmm. for my money, it, it's the most beautiful place on earth. And we've got some amazing, area up there, amazing really scenery, is. amazing, uh, you know, just naturally beautiful, beautiful part of the world. And, you know, I don't have to go very far to, to get off the beaten path. And, and there's some amazing trails here. Some of them more difficult than others, depending on how I'm feeling. I might challenge myself and do something a little bit more technical or with more uh, of an incline to it. Or maybe I'm just feeling, you know, something leisurely just to get out and and be with nature, you know. But uh, I used to hike a lot when I wasn't having so many bookings on the weekends. But as that schedule started to pick up, um, you know, a lot of the times I'm I'm trying to trying to recover from wrestling. You know, you know, we put our bodies through through a lot. And so. I don't always make as much time for, for hiking as I used to. That's kind of been a nice byproduct of, of the pandemic is I, I've been able to, to get out a little bit more and, and enjoy nature because I haven't had my focus on wrestling. I've been sure. able to uh, occupy my time that. But uh, yeah, like recently, you know, it was, an, it was our national holiday here, Canada Day, and I did this beautiful place uh, called Joffrey Lakes in, here in British Columbia. Look it up if you ever want to see the, just the clearest, bluest water you've ever seen in your life went hiking there. It's about, about three hours outside of Vancouver. And, uh, and yeah, that was a recent hike I went on. That was, that was amazing that I, that I had only previously done once before about five, six years ago. So. Super cool. That's Super really cool, cool, man. Really yeah. awesome. Uh, if somebody were to come up to you, Daniel, and want to write a biography about you, what would the title be? Oh God. Oh, interesting. I mean, they'd probably just call it Wrestling Genius because that, that would be the marketable, like, sellable title, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but I don't know. Like, it's complicated. I, I mean, I, I'm... I've I only I'm heard of that... one other wrestler in history being called the Wrestling Genius. You're Was one it... of two. You're one of two, I believe. Are we talking Chris Hero? Is that the other one we're throwing around? Because he uses that moniker, too, nowadays. So He does use them nowadays. I was thinking a little bit older. Wasn't Lanny Poffo the wrestling genius, too? Well, he was the genius. The I don't genius. Know. He, the genius. The genius. So I, guess it's close. I don't know yeah, if he was. Yeah. I mean, he was <laughs> the genius who wrestled. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, nice. a, he's, he's better with words than I am. But, uh yeah, what what would my autobiography called? I don't know. Like, let's just go with wrestling genius. Cattle then... mutilation. I love oh, it. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's that, uh, that's, that's been that's been that's been the story of my life the last couple of years. Is, is yeah, man. You know, once uh, once that thing gets locked on, they're they're not getting out. So that's right. AC Mac, he can tell you. He he's good. He can tell you, and I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping he gets to tell you about it again uh, this Me time too. weekend. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Uh, Daniel, what is your dream vacation? Oh, I mean, I, you know what? I don't know if either of these count as vacation, but I, I've been really lucky that I've, I've been able to see it, you know, a lot of the world. I've, I've been to quite a few countries in Europe. Um, I was able to go to Cuba and, and actually play shows with my band there. And it's a beautiful country. It's been cool. all over the, been all over the United States. There's a lot of, a lot of Canada that I actually haven't seen because it's such a, a, a massive, massive country. But um, the two places that I are on the top of the list and, 
I could say they'd be dream vacations, but if I was being honest, they, they're dream places I would like to work. Uh, and that's Japan and Mexico. Both cool. have such such histories when it comes oh, to wrestling yes. and, and there's such, a, you know, integral parts of, of the culture there. I would love to be a tourist. And, and if the day comes that I, I don't get to wrestle in either country, I will most definitely go and, and experience some of the culture and some of the nature. And, and of course, I'll take in some wrestling shows, but you know, I'm, 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 uh, <coughs> the, the, the part of me, you know, I, that wants to go to those countries. I, I want to wrestle in those countries first and foremost. So if I get those chances, you know, I'm going to take them, but, uh, if not, then, then they'll make for nice, uh, vacations in the future. So sure, awesome. Sure. Well, speaking of, uh, culture of other countries and whether it's local or far away, uh, what are some of your favorite foods? Favorite foods. So I'm, uh, I'm a vegetarian. I have been for about five, six years now. Um, you know, I find a, there are certain cultures that really, um, they, they do vegetarian better than, than others. Right. So a lot of them, you know, ones that are really meat centric, uh, you know, I, I love Italian food, but a lot of Italian foods, you know, really got a lot of, of meat going on. Right. So sure. I, I eat a lot of Mexican food, you know, they do, you know, they do vegetarian really well. The other thing that I love that's a little off the beaten path is Lebanese food. And there's some mm. really amazing Lebanese restaurants here in Vancouver that, that I hit up mm. all the time. Uh, and they do a lot of them, they do vegetarian and vegan real easy. So yeah, that, right. uh, if it came down to it, I, those would be my, my big two with our, our Lebanese and, uh, and Mexican food. And, and I'm kind of an avid coffee drinker as well. That, I don't know if that counts as food and drink, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm a, but I'm a coffee guy as well. So I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Northwest, you got to have coffee, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's honestly, there's like, there's bougie coffee stands on, on most corners in, in Vancouver and Seattle and Portland. Oh, and yeah, and, yeah. and I'm all, Seattle. I'm all, I'm all about it. So. Yep. All right. Final question uh, outside the ring here. If you could give your 10 year old self some advice, what would it be? Oh man. Good question. That's, that's it. That's really good. Like <laughs> 10 year old. 10 so here's year old. 10 year old me, you know, even 20 year old me, 30 year old me, I never imagined, you know, the things that I'd get to do and see on somebody else's dime. You know, the fact that I've gotten to travel the world and, and met such amazing fans and, and people who have become friends and, you know, seen some amazing places and, and wrestled, you know, something, I, my first wrestling show I ever saw was WrestleMania seven. I was six years old and I was instantly captivated by it. And, you know, to think a couple years later, if I'm 10 years old to think, Hey, you know, if you like keep this up and, and you, you have this passion and, and, you know, you might wane from it, you know, from time to time, but like, if you just stick with it, you know, some like seriously amazing things are going to happen to you. I, there's no way I would believe that any of this would be possible. And, and the fact that it is, 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 I don't, I don't even know what to say. It leaves me speechless sometimes. Right. It's uh, yeah. I mean, Great stick, stick, stick with it and be passionate. You know, I'm passionate about wrestling. I'm passionate about music and, and don't just go through life just kind of, you know, aimlessly, you know, find things that, that you, you love and, and regardless of whether you can do them for a career, just do them. You know, sure. that's, what's important, you know, have things that you're passionate about and just do them. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. Great answer. All right, dirty. Uh, go ahead, man. Uh, what you got here? 
All right, so Daniel, you know, as we're we're here to talk about this weekend, but first of all, I want to talk about uh, the sit down uh, sit down marks podcast. Here, we are the official sponsor of your first round match with Adam Priest. We are super honored to to be able to, uh, in conjunction uh, with SCI, be able to uh, sponsor your match. So uh, we are super pumped, man. Thank you for allowing us to be able to do that. And uh, just super excited to what this weekend's going to bring. I, I mean, I, honestly, I got to be thanking you guys because does that mean you're paying the winner's purse when I when I tap out Adam Priest in the middle of the ring? Is that how that works? Is it? That's you're the you're the sponsors, so I, I I thank you guys for for putting money in my my pocket when uh, I make Adam Priest say uncle. That. Absolutely. That sounds pretty. That sounds that's, pretty good to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can spin that however you want. <laughs> that's what. I, that's man. that's. I'm, that's the way. I, that's the way I chose to spin it. So that's what we're going with. So. All right. So I want to uh, get some small little notes here from me real quick. Let's rewind, uh, Daniel, back to the 2019 SCI uh, uh, tournament. You ended up beating AC Mac for the championship. A lot of things went down. You had some legendary matches. My favorite was the first round match against Tony Deppen. Um, I, I swear you guys cleaned out the place. It was probably the match of the weekend uh, for me. It had us out of our chairs going nuts uh, the whole uh, the whole match. Um, you had a great match with Slim J on your way uh, to uh, the uh, the finals. So we get to the finals. You're on your way to the ring. AC Mac hits you with the belts. On the side, you know, the legendary bloody ear from that tournament. Real quick, what was your thoughts about that when it happened? Did you think that your, your tournament was over? What was going I, I mean, mind? I mean, honestly, I literally went to the back and, and spent, like, the entire duration. When you weren't seeing me in front of, of the crowd uh, that evening, mm. it, I had, you know, I was lucky that there was, there was some people with some, some medical uh, training who were just doing what they can to bandage butterfly that year, try to close it up, yeah. uh, you know, try to get my senses back about me. Because, right. And uh, yeah, cause that was, that was as real as real gets man. And, and that, that year was split wide open. And yeah. even to the point that the following weekend, I had another big weekend of shows in Toronto and the ear had, had basically sealed up and, and literally 30 seconds into my first match back after it split wide open right again. So, right. you know, that, that ear was, was troublesome more so than, than I expected it to be. And, and so it was just seal this thing up as best as we can and, and let's get out there because we're not going to let this guy win it, win it like this. And, and, you know, thankfully I had, you know, I had Chattanooga people behind me. Which oh man. Still is amazing. You know, like you were a firstborn son that weekend, dude. Like, first time I first time I'd ever stepped foot in, in yes. that, uh, that city, you know, yeah. had wrestled, had wrestled in Nashville before for SUP, you know, and, and right. had, had really good experiences in the South, in the South, uh, I was gonna say south, Southwest, Southeast. Southeast and, yeah. uh, and yeah, you know, I, I, I've always had a great time there. I love the people there. And, and, you know, some of my biggest champions, people who have really, you know, stuck their, their neck out for me and made it so that I've, I've had the opportunities that I have, have been in the Southeast and, and really helped put my name on the map. And so, you know, I'm forever grateful to those guys. But, uh, but yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that kind of reaction when I came back out and, and, yeah. and the ring, the ring being surrounded by everyone, you know, when the trophies, I was one of those guys, me, I was one of those guys slapping I, the mat, I appreci- going crazy. I appreciate it, man. That was, hey, that was, I got, I got video of it all. You know, you, uh, you, you came back out, you, AC Mac was celebrating. He already had the microphone yelling into it, you know, and that he had won. 
Daniel comes out, cattle mutilation, it's over. He taps out. Place goes nuts, man. You uh, you delivered a, an awesome speech. You know, um, you were gracious and nice enough to uh, take a picture with me before you went to the back after the match. So uh, thank you again. You didn't know me from anybody before this. So, uh, you know, so uh, that was really cool of you. I, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, the fact that there's anyone out there who wants to get their picture taken with me, I, sure. of course, like – I'm going to take the time to, if, you know, if you want a picture or you want an autograph or you just want to shake my hand or whatever, like, of course I've, I've got time for people. If you, if you got the time to support me, be it, you know, cheering for my match or buying a t-shirt or following me on social media or whatever you do, you know, right. I, I'm so ab- above appreciative for that. So yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, the real cool thing that night was, you know, I'm, I'm in the back and they're taking some pictures of me and the trophy and then they said, no, no, you got to come back out. You got to come back out for a photo. And they had like the entire bleachers just filled. Everybody up. was just sitting there waiting, rock waiting for the, for the big out, picture. Like, yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, I, was I know. I didn't crazy, know I was, was keeping awesome. everybody waiting. But that, you yeah. know, that was that was so cool. That whole weekend was so cool. You know, busted year or not, like, right. you know, it was it's all worth it in the end. You know, and it when things are all said and done and I, and I'm no longer wrestling and I'm an old man, you know, I'm going to be able to look back on that weekend as, as oh, one yeah. of the highlights of my life for sure. Got that so. big trophy too, man, to always remember. Too, I, I'm so. going gonna, I'm gonna to use this as a platform just to say that SCI told me that they were going to mail me that trophy and they still to the state have not. So, all so, right, I'll take them. So, we're, we're going to call them out. The we're going to call them trophy. out. I, it's not cheap. I'm sure it's not cheap to ship right. that trophy all the way up here to Vancouver, but I want that trophy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, they might be waiting to give it to you this weekend. Uh, maybe I was going to say, they're going to give you two. They're going to have to, they're going to have to get, they're going to have to hire a long distance courier. Cause they're going to have to ship a pallet with two <laughs> right. trophies on it. It's not going to just right. be UPS or someone in a little box. Now it's going to, it's right. going to be a, an LTL courier. Yeah. All right, well, let's fast forward to this weekend, man. Uh, you know, there was no tournament uh, uh, last year, so you get to come back and defend. All we know is your first round match that uh, sponsored by the Sit Down Marks podcast. Thank they you again. Everywhere, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your uh, podcast uh, uh, against Adam Priest. So what are we thinking here? You know, this is a, a tough first round match for you, man. What are we thinking? And, uh, and, and. Uh, what's what's the game plan without telling us too much? I mean, like, here's the thing. He's he's really good, and he's someone who's kind of bubbled up in the last year or so, kind of in COVID, you know? He's someone who has made his name in New South and, and in action and a little bit in SUP, the, you know, the one weekend of shows that they ran. And, and I'm impressed, you know, full, full admission. I'm very impressed. He, he reminds me of someone like super intense, like a dynamite kid or or someone like that, who maybe looks a little short in stature, but like super well put together, looks really strong. I'm going to find out firsthand how strong he is. Um, The one thing I'll say is he's coming off an injury. You know, he, he was injured at the hands of Matt Mikowski uh, over right. WrestleMania weekend in Florida uh, on the uh, the action have fun be sad show that I happen to be on, and uh, you know he's come back. He's had a couple matches, but who's who's to say if the injury's at you know is back at a hundred percent? Who's to say it's? Uh, I believe it was an arm. I believe I'm someone who's maybe known for targeting <laughs> arms or other oh, limbs, I, and you have been known to do that. I picking them up, that. picking them apart, you know. Like, and I'm I like to fight fair. I'm not gonna, you know, necessarily take advantage of a guy's weak limb, but 
if you're going to present, you're going to present me uh, with an opening, uh, you know, who's to say that I'm not going to take it, you know, like, I want to, I want to win this tournament as badly, maybe, maybe more so than anyone else in the field. You know, I want to be the first guy to, to repeat first two time SCI champion ever back to back years for all intents and purposes, because there was no 2020 tournament. Although I was announced for that tournament when it first was announced back earlier in 2020, but, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm not looking past him whatsoever. I think it's going to be a really hard fought match. I think he's going to make me work. I think, you know, he is, he, you know, he's muscular, but he's a little smaller in stature. I think he may, he might have a bigger gas tank than I do, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to, one thing I do the better than a lot of people is I I make, I make people work and I, I grind people out on the mat and it's one thing to, you know, running around, having the cardio to to be running circles around someone, but there's another kind of cardio and that's getting someone off of you and getting someone who's trying to tie you into pretzels. If you're trying to constantly have to fight them off and be moving limbs out of your way and grabbing arms from around your throat, that's exhausting. And he's going to find out firsthand exactly the kind of pressure that I put on someone when it comes to the mat. So. Yep, definitely is. Well, Daniel, I want to thank you here. I got one more uh, question for you on the way out, but I want to thank you for taking your time tonight. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck with anything. We'll be talking to you as two-time champ after this. So uh, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Uh, and we are so happy to be able to uh, sponsor your match, uh, Daniel. So I got one last question for you, man. I want to okay. ask, who is the dream opponent? If you got one last match to go out, anybody in history, anytime, anywhere, who would it be? Uh, oh, man. I mean, there's a couple of big ones that, you know, I'm a, I'm a unabashedly, uh, you know, maybe my favorite wrestler ever is, is Dick Byer, the sensational intelligent destroyer, uh, you know, RIP, he passed away a couple of years ago. His, his work is so legendary and ahead of its time, you know, look him up. There's some, some amazing matches from the sixties and seventies on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I, I think when it comes down to it, you know, I think he's the greatest of this generation and, and maybe the biggest influence on me as a pro wrestler it's it's Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call him. Sure. You know the American Dragon. Uh, it would be. Been sing a song about him. Uh, well, yeah, that was actually my friend. Shout out to my friends in, <laughs> in Cheap Pop, Jackie and Nick. They do an amazing band called Cheap Pop, and they they wrote a song about Brian Danielson. I just covered it. That was their yeah. song. So look look it up, everyone. Look it up. It's on my socials. But yeah, uh, I would love nice. to wrestle Brian Danielson. That'd be a dream come true. Someone you know, two guys from the Pacific Northwest. He's obviously been done a little bit more than I have, but you know, he came from a small town, Aberdeen, Washington. I'm from a relatively small town, newest Mr. British Columbia. And uh, I think that'd be an amazing way to go out for me. So, yeah. Great answer, man. Well, once again, Daniel, thank you so much, man. Best of luck to everything. Go follow Daniel Maccabe on, uh, on uh, Twitter, all his social medias. Uh, Make sure you see this guy wrestle live uh, uh, sooner or later. Um, you're not a wrestling fan till you see this guy wrestle live, but best of luck, Daniel. Thank you so much, man. And, uh, can't wait to hopefully bring you back on. Let's talk again soon. Eh? Thank you so much, guys. The pleasure has been all mine. I appreciate you sponsoring the match. I appreciate you having me on and looking forward to seeing you guys this coming weekend at SCI and, and anyone listening at home, hopefully you make it to Chattanooga and see me repeat as two time SCI champion. That's right. Check out Scenic City Invitational this weekend on IWTV Friday and Saturday and the future uh, showcases during the day on Saturday. And then check out this man, Daniel Makabe, right here against Adam Priest, opening match 
Sit Down Marks Podcast is the sponsor. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Daniel, thank you, man. Have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right? Thank you. Thank you, man. Good evening, Marks. Tonight we will... God fucking damn it. See, this is what I do. Good evening, Marks. Welcome to another sit-down chat with two of your three favorite wrestling nerds, Primo and AJ. Tonight we have a conversation with Freelance Underground slash Black Label Pro slash Iron Spirit Pro slash many other indie promotions slash Nightmare Factory graduate, think I got all that, Trevor Outlaw, who will tell us why he's better than everyone else. Is he? Well, find out right now on Sit Down Marks. Trevor? Thank you for joining us. Uh, I know that you've been having a busy time lately, so we really appreciate you coming on. How are you doing? The pleasure is all yours. I mean, you know, I know you guys uh, have your normal shtick here, but you guys got to work on your introductions, man. I mean, that was a little lackluster. You know, when you have a guest of, I'm, you, I'm sure you guys have had excellent guests, but none of the caliber of yours rudely. So put a little bit more pizzazz on it next time if you if you guys want me to come back. Because I mean, do you, we're do off you to, to a rough start right now. Do you want me to do it again? Like with, I mean, we're, we're nervous. Like we are, we don't, we don't. Uh, I, I get it. I'm an intimidating kind of guy, but no, you know what? Leave it, you know, let the people see you guys' mistakes, you know, learn from it, grow from it, make yourselves better. I don't really make mistakes. It's not really something that I do, but you know, I do hear that mistakes are a great way to learn and get better. So, so keep it, keep it for your loyal listener. Okay. So, so that, that was okay enough for you like that, that for okay, I mean, enough for you and your beard. Like it's, it's good. It's passable for others. Um, so we'll, we'll say that that's okay for my standards. Not so much, but you know what you guys, nobody can live up to my standards. So we'll, I'll, I'll let it slide this time. Well, thank Well, thank you. That's very, very gracious of you, Trevor. So I just want to like you, we've, we've listened to a bunch of interviews with you before. We, we know that, you know, you're a graduate of the, the nightmare factory. You've talked extensively about Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall and, you know, the people that you've been lucky enough to train under, and we know, um, you know, your influences, you've talked about Owen Hart, you've talked about Edge, but one thing that I, I didn't find in any of the interviews that you've done before is why, why professional wrestling? Why did you get into this business? You know, it's surprising that that's a question that I don't get more. I mean, it's kind of like one of your like basic, dumb, generic wrestling interview questions, but it's one that I normally don't get asked. So in this case, it's actually not a bad question. Um, for me, some professional wrestling has kind of been something I've always been into. I, I don't have like a distinct memory of as a child of when I started watching it. I just remember like my cousin would come over and he would put it on the TV and my mom wouldn't pay attention. So I'd be jumping around the couch like a maniac watching it. Um, I kind of fell out of love with it when I was younger, maybe up around like 10. And then some of my friends were super into it. So they got me back into it and I've been you know, it's been something I've been into ever since. Um, I had a really successful amateur wrestling career uh, due to injury. You know, I, I cut that career a little short, took some time off to rehab the body, get a college education. And uh, I knew one way or another I would end up getting involved in wrestling. I just didn't know how and I didn't realize uh, things would take off as quickly as they have. So you've, you've been doing this for, I think, two years. Is that right? Last time. Less than less, less than even, two years, even a shorter time. If you if you take out like all of the time that was lost at the beginning of the pandemic, um, it's even shorter. So, you know, being a main event player in less than two years is pretty unheard of for anybody. Um, but to be doing it with on a technical scale, even less time and be as successful as I have been this early on. You know, I'm I, I'm I might be what they call a once in a generation performer. 
Uh, once, yes. I mean, I, I hate to inflate your your uh, humble ego there, but it is it is quite impressive that you've been able to make such strides. And uh, watching some of your matches, it's clear that you know you you do have that ability to not only you know, like you know go in the ring and and talk on the microphone, but do you do you have to be such uh, um, a what bast- ba- bastard about everything? Like, hey, you know what's what's with that? Why are you bringing my personal life into this? Uh, just, uh, just you know. No, 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 no. This is a wrestling interview. We don't have to talk about me being a bastard or, or any of those things. It's a little unprofessional that you would even ask me such a thing. But back to your question before I got completely backhanded. Um, yes, I do have to be this way because a lot of people put on this charade and they, they want to convince you that they're somebody that they're not. And they, they, they'll do anything they can to get that clip of a cool move or please buy my shirts or please listen to some shitty promo that I'm going to cut in my car that has absolutely nothing to do with who I am in there. It's all fake. And, and that's why people say wrestling is fake. It's, it, wrestling itself is as real as it can get. You know, the, the bumps hurt. The moves hurt. But what's fake about it is all these people. And for me, I'm unapologetically myself, baby. I mean, here's the thing. You see a man walking around in a cheetah print shirt and some and some nice boots. You know, you're probably going to question what that guy's doing. But I'll walk out of my house, whether it's, you know, going to the show, whether I'm going to the grocery store. This is this is every day for me. So, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, I'm such a prick. I'm such an asshole. I'm a bastard. I'm, I'm insert explicit word here. But they're all still paying attention to whatever I'm doing. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Well, I mean, when, when you mentioned that, like you, you do like come off that way, but then at the same time, you know, they boo you in the ring, but they, you know, they buy your shirts and they come to see your, your matches. I mean, I bought this shirt, this teenage mutant Ninja Turtle looking thing because I knocked it on the ground. So, I mean, that was kind of a different situation. However, the point you remains. Buy it, Bozo. That's the rules. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think of, of the, the product that is being put out in professional in both you know, the indies and, um, you know, in the, in the quote unquote, big time, like AEW and WWE, what do you think the product that's, uh, that's out? What do you think the state of wrestling is and what do you see as your part in it moving forward? I think the state of wrestling on a large scale is in serious peril of star power. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys jumping shit back and forth between, you know, WWE and AEW and, they're doing their own thing. I'm not really paying too much mind to that. Um, But especially on an independent level, there's nobody out there that's really grabbing people's attention. Um, And if they do, it's, you know, you, you have their attention or they have your attention rather because of some clip, because they can do a Canadian destroyer. Well, guess what? I can do a Canadian destroyer too. And I've done one and it turned out pretty cool. And I won the match, but I don't care about that stuff. You know, Everybody else does, but they're not trying to make the business bigger. They're not trying to become bigger than the business. That's one of my goals since day one. Since the first day that I started training before the free, before the nightmare factory, when I first started at freelance, my goal was to make it to the top. Not because, Oh, I want to show everybody how hard I work. I know I'm the hardest worker in the room. I don't need to post pictures in the gym or, or show you videos of my workouts to, to let you know that I'm going to kick people's asses. I just go out there and I do the damn thing. And that's what makes me so much different than everybody else, because I'm focused on becoming the biggest star in this business. Everybody else just wants your attention and they want a couple of likes on social media. No, I'm trying to take this damn thing over. And 
as far as I'm concerned, the independents, the, the major companies, whatever, whatever way you want to categorize them, they're all lacking severely because there's not enough Trevor Outlaw in their lives. So is there, there a, a championship coming up uh, in the near future for you there, Trevor? Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of when and where. Um, you know, aside from the many nicknames I have, uh, Mr. Card Subject to Change is the newest one added <laughs> to the list as of late. Um, particularly with my home promotion in freelance wrestling, the last couple of weeks, the last couple of shows, things have changed. Um, I was supposed to be going against Effie in uh, a trios tag match and things changed. You know, we had a heated conversation in the back and I said, I don't care about these other guys. I want you one-on-one. The last time we wrestled, he beat me. So I had a ship on my shoulder and sure. I kicked his ass the next weekend. Kylie Ray comes out and relinquishes the freelance wrestling title. Do you know how much that pisses me off? A little bit. A lot. (laughs) Now, she is someone I can attribute to someone who has helped train me. Um, As as an athlete, I have good things to say about her. But as a person, um, I I have no respect for her. Just handing over the title like that. Now, mind you, she retired, came back, retired, whatever. But my opportunity to take that title from her was taken from me. So I called an audible. And I made a statement and by attacking her, I ended up in the main event with her and her boyfriend, Isaiah, who's my other trainer. And this was for any other student, this would probably be like a big deal. Like you finally get that teacher versus student matchup. That wasn't the case for me. This was, I'm going to take these two out back, treat them like old yeller and put them to bed, put them to rest for good. And I did that. So now I should be in contentions for, for this championship. I don't know. They're going to do a tournament. They should just give my ass a bye to the finals. That's my personal opinion, but I've already made a statement showing that I'm not just a mouth that I can walk the walk as well. So any challenger in this tournament doesn't stand a chance about against me and any other promotion that I start to make my way to, I'm coming from your, for your top dogs right off the bat. I'm not coming there to impress the promoters to get them to bring me back. No, I'm coming for your top dog. I'm going to slit his throat and I'm going to take my rightful spot at the top. Well, so one, I appreciate you um, uh, assuming that our listeners are all literate because you made a reference to a book, which was nice. You know, people know how old the other ends. Um, So thank you for not assuming all of our listeners are bozos. Um, They're all bozos, but I mean, everybody's education level. But they're they're just literate bozos. I like it. Um, so what exactly is Trev Tember 20th? What happens? What happens there? What's that? That's the greatest. That's, that's the greatest holiday known to man. Trev Tember 20th is the day that we celebrate the birth of yours rudely. (laughs) So when you were born, did you have like the beard all formed and like a a little baby, like coming out? Like, hell yeah, bitch. I was like Paul Bunyan. I came out looking beautiful. (laughs) I had a cheat. I had a leopard print diaper on. The nurse was trying to spank me, and I said, "No, no, you got to take me out for dinner first. So on, so on Trev Chamber twentieth, everybody lines the streets, and everybody celebrates the Trevor Outlaw. You're damn right. It's a great holiday. It's a great holiday. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna mark it in my daily planner. If I had why wasn't daily- why wasn't why wasn't it marked already? I mean, I knew that I knew that it was Trev Chamber twentieth. I I knew. Apart from that, I was like, okay, like. 
That's it. That's enough. I don't have to go any further than knowing that it's an actual thing. I, I, and I didn't really, I figured you can, you know, fill in the blanks for, for everyone else. And you have. So, so I think I'm sure you'll expect lots of birthday cards and shower so. me with gifts, shower <laughs> me with, well, I don't really need money. You know, I'm not one of those like, Oh, look at me. I'm a rich guy wrestler. Um, Cause most of the guys that do that are actually broke as hell and can't even afford gas to get home. But uh, yeah, shower me in gifts, shower me with love, hatred, whatever the hell you want. Just give me stuff. So really, really quick before I uh, pass you over to Primo there. Um, so you, you've talked about again, Owen Hart and edge being your, like you, you've said that you don't really have influence because obviously you're, Tyler Outlaw. By the way, how much does it piss you off Tyler when, Outlaw? when the uh, announcers Whoa, say back, 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 Tyler back, back, Outlaw back, back, back. instead of Trevor Outlaw? Because I noticed that happened once or once or twice. They're like, "Come to the ring, Tyler Outlaw." Is that sting just a little bit? Yeah, get it right. It's not my fault. People are amateurs. Clearly, you're an amateur. You 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 try to spin it into a question. No, no, no. You screwed up, and I called you out on it. And now you're 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 sitting there with like a dog with your tail between your legs, trying to make up for it. Ain't gonna work, pal. Okay, well, I, I apologize for that, Tyler. So moving forward, um, when you spoke about Owen and Edge as two of your influences, two of your influences, what what's like one of your favorite Owen matches, for instance? Like, well, what really got you into Owen? Uh, Owen Hart versus Shawn Michaels in your house six. Uh, I think it was like February 1996. My favorite Owen Hart match today. I mean, him and Brett were, were great, but... Owen versus Sean in your house six is the greatest Owen Hart match ever. Um, I I never was like a too big of a Sean Michaels guy, but I've always respected and appreciated his work, but I wasn't like a huge stand for him. Like a lot of other people in the business are. Sure. Um, but something about Owen, man, like Sean had all the components and he was, he was on the verge of becoming WWE champion, but Owen didn't care, man. He was still coming in there. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, you think this is going to be an easy night at the office for you? Oh, contraire, Mo Frere. I'm going to beat the living hell out of you. And, I mean, Sean barely won that match. Like, barely won that match. But, uh, you know, Owen Owen had the personality. Owen had the in-ring skills. Um, I think he was another guy that was a once-in-a-generation performer. And the fact that his life was cut so short, aside from it being a tragedy, is it's truly heartbreaking that there isn't more of his stuff to watch. And to learn from, I I agree. Actually, I, I'll I never hate, say a bad thing about Owen Hart. Never. I I hate to agree with you, but I also I also not that it matters if I agree or not. But I just wanted. I also love Owen Hart, so so we, we have that in common. That and our love of the Chicago Cubs. Um. So I will. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Backtrack, 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 backtrack. <laughs> you're not gonna slip that one in there on me, pal. Uh uh-uh. uh You're not that guy, pal. That's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. So you're not a Cubs fan, is what you're. No, the Cubs suck. I'm a Southsider, bro. What the hell? So you're a bandwagon fan is what you're, what you're saying. Excuse me. <laughs> Did you just call me a bandwagon fan? Brother, you probably didn't know who the Cubs were until 2016. So bite me. Okay. I've been a White Sox fan since the day I was born. Bandwagoner. You know, you're really pissing me off. You, I, I think it's time to switch me over to Primo. Primo, please tell me you have less dumb questions in this bozo over here. I can't promise they're not as dumb, but they, they definitely uh, will get a, some sort of a reaction. Let's go with uh, – <clears throat> I'll just – I'll start off. How does it feel to not only be the biggest threat in 
freelance wrestling, but the entire professional wrestling landscape? Well, that's a good question. Trevor likey that one. Uh, feels great. You know, there's a lot of vindication behind it. When I first started wrestling, you know, people were like, oh, you suck. Like, you're never going to make it in this business. You're never going to do anything. Um, you know, that same guy can't even get a pre-show match at Freelance. And meanwhile, my first main show match, I'm in the main event and I win. So uh, it's good. It's a good feeling. You know, I, I, there's a lot of people that claim they don't care what the fans think. Um, I really don't. But I do care in the aspect of I almost need their hatred. I'm fueled by hatred because when I see that I ruin someone's day, oh, it makes me so happy. And I know nothing ruins people's day more than to see me just rising to the top, especially all those those 20 year bozos who've never gone more than 40 miles in their life. Just watching somebody just grab that brass ring quicker than the quicker than they could even see where it was in the first place. It's it's a wonderful feeling. Hell yeah. So I hear that you have a million dollar insurance policy on that glorious beard of yours. So what, what kind of perks come with that? If anything happens to it, um, I have the right to execute any assailant. So if anyone comes <laughs> near my beard, um, I can kill them on the spot and I will not suffer any consequence because I was attacked first. So that, so that justifies deadly force. Exactly. Uh, assault with deadly force is warranted if you even think about touching my beard. All right. Uh, how do you feel about made up words like faux pas and kayfabe? Jesus Christ. I mean, you guys have clearly done your research. So, I mean, you know, I'll give you that, but if you actually done your research, you would already know the answer to that question is that I think made up words are ridiculous. Um, unless I'm the one making them up, I can make up words and make them a thing, but uh, anybody else? No. So that's, yeah, no. Cool. All right. So let's get it, get a little bit away from there. And what, what was your first tattoo? You got a lot of tattoos there. So what was your first tattoo and which one is your favorite? Oh man. So the first tattoo I got, I'm actually in the process of removing it right now. Um, I had a cross on my chest when I, I got it when I was 18 and a bunch of other people got shitty tattoos in this guy's basement, even though we were all of age spent like 60 bucks on the damn thing. And it's not terrible, but it was bad to, enough to me that I was like, I don't want this. I'm, I need to get rid of this. Um, and, you know, it, when I inevitably get on TV, I would like to not have any sort of um, religious connotations on me. You know, I, I, I don't knock anybody. If there's one thing that I don't knock, it's uh, people's spiritual beliefs. But me personally... I don't like to associate that with my professional career. Um, however, I feel about, you know, certain things now are, are different than how I did when I was younger. Um, and it's not a knock against it. I just, I would rather steer clear of anything that I could be labeled in any sort of category that one, I'm not in anymore. And two, um, you know, that's just not my, that's not my uh, tree to bark up. Cool. So outside of professional wrestling and making people want to go cry in a corner, what other hobbies do you have? Uh, making people cry in a corner outside of the wrestling ring. Uh, either way, outside or in the ring. No, that's my that's my answer. Oh, outside. That's that's yeah. the whole answer. OK, nothing brings me more joy than ruining people's days. 
um, on the street that I live at here in Chicago, you know, we've got a cool ice cream truck that comes by and, uh, man, there's nothing better than watching a little kid about to take that first lick of his ice cream cone and then just giving him a big boot right to the face and watching the ice cream fly in the air. That, that would Fantastic. Be, that, I, I would, that would be hilarious. Actually. Yeah. We can, we can know child abuse here. <laughs> I was abused as a child, but I turned out all right. So you, you look like you're in great physical condition. I doubt you eat either of these, but pancakes or waffles? Waffles, chicken and waffles only. There you go, AJ. There's another waffle man for you. Never going to get a pancake. Like, can we just have a pancake person on the show one time, please? No, because pancakes are ass, just like your opinion on the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> but I, just because I'm wearing a Chicago Cubs hat doesn't mean it. Here, look, is this better? Here. For, for you, I'll land a brace there. Better? Man, you have no loyalty to any team. You're over here calling me a bandwagon. <laughs> it just got worse. Oh, You're man. Snake, bro. So you're basically uh, a walking cheetah print uh, billboard. What what is the largest animal that Trevor Outlaw could take in a fight? A yeti. A yeti. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the first one that came to mind, brother. I can take down any animal with my bare hands. Everyone everyone talks about these legends of like Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is a bitch. All right, <laughs> Chuck Norris can't do half the things that I can do. Well, that answers my next question, which is Chuck Norris or Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee, a bitch, too. You have, you have to pick one. No, I don't. I don't have to do anything. Who the hell are you to tell me I have to pick one? <laughs> I'll, I'll knock both of those bozos out. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, only one of them's alive. But, uh, so, what's your favorite? I'll, pu- I'll punch anyone. Living, dead, man, woman, child. I hate everybody equally. There's no discrimination over here. If you get in my way, you're going to get one of these right to your suckle. There's no exemptions. Even worse if you tamper with the beard, right? You're learning. Congratulations. Absolutely. What's your favorite football team? I don't watch football. Football's fake. It's fixed. Okay. I should say the Chicago Bears, but, I mean, they've never done anything. You shouldn't say the Chicago Bears at all. Uh, if there was a biography written about you, what would the title be? If you're reading this, you're a bozo, (laughs) but thanks for the money. That's the best answer we've had to that question. I I refuse to acknowledge that that's the best answer, but I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge it anyways. That is the best answer that we've got. So so then you're not refusing to acknowledge it then? No. um, That's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. Now, I don't know if Primo could get much dumber. I don't know if you can get much dumber, but I am dumber for having to sit and listen through that. I award you no points. I mean, God, God have, have mercy on my soul. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that movie too. That's yeah. I figured, I figured you're, you're not very uh, literate. So I figured if I made like a simple movie reference for you, something of your uh, brain capacity, it might translate to you, which it did. So, you know, I was right. You were, you were, that's very well done. And I, I'm, I know. Sorry. I'm sorry that we've, you know, throughout this conversation have maybe dropped your IQ a, a couple of points, but maybe, you know, it's good for you. Maybe it'll, uh, you know, going you forward, it'll, the ball. it'll help you out. You drop my IQ, man. You're just dropping it like it's hot, brother. You dropped but first on your name. End, it's not hot right now. I mean, I, I also <laughs> remember that reference from 2003. Very, very topical. 2004. Get it right. 
God, you are just bad. If you, Trevor, if you could walk out to any entrance music, what would you choose? If you've done your research, you would already know the answer to that question because I already do. Fair it's enough. Billy Squire, nothing else. If anyone comes to sign me, I'm not signing any national television deal without getting the rights to The Stroke by Billy Squire. So uh, either make it happen or you won't see me on your TVs, but you'll see me everywhere else. I beat to my own drum. You know, everybody associates my name with like Red Dead Redemption and some bullshit cowboy things because they're all simps or, and they or the think. the the guy that murdered some people that online that has the name trevor outlaw what does he go by wolfie aj uh wolfie, i don't know yeah, wolfie. before you rudely interrupted me uh with what, what is it what is this guy you're talking about now, so when you throw my train of thought off don't so when you when again. you google trevor outlaw so i mean you pop up obviously but then right underneath you it's like uh, directly uh, underneath you uh, an alleged murderer named trevor outlaw who uh goes by wolfie so I don't know if that was like one of your inspirations for your name or if you just thought Trevor Outlaw was, you know, badass or if you're like, oh, hey, look, this guy probably punched a baby or two in his life. I'm going to take you mean name. inspiration for my name. My name is my name, jackass. Well, I mean, maybe you so, tweak so, it a little bit. So, so, so let me get this straight. So there's somebody else out there that has the same name as me. Right. But he goes by this alias. Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah. All right. So. Any credibility that this guy has as a potential murderer is already thrown out the window with a dumbass nickname like Wolfie. But but you guys still buy into this? No, I don't and, know how you can bring a dumb anybody. question like this to, to the table in front of me. Here's the thing: maybe I have, maybe I do have some bodies. All right, maybe I do, maybe I don't. You know, I plead the fifth. Okay, next question that doesn't involve incriminating me. Next question. All right, last one we got here. Uh, Currently, hey God. Uh, for, for me, and then I'm going to pass you back to AJ. So, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> uh, currently, as far as what do you what you see on television, be it any 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 promotion that's on TV, uh, what appeals to you? And if one of them calls you right now, um, you know, h- how quickly would you say, you know, I'm on the way? I'm going to be your number one guy, though, because obviously I'm Trevor Outlaw. I mean, I would definitely say I'm going to be your number one guy because I'm Trevor Outlaw, like because that's a fact, right? Anywhere I go, I'm, I'm top dog. Um, in terms of like jumping for joy for a contract, um, you know, there's a lot of these guys who will not be able to survive unless they get signed to go sit in catering for three to five years. Um, and that's their dream. And that's OK. You know what? Some people dream big. Some people dream to say that I participated. That's not the case for Trevor Outlaw. Um, When the time's right, I'll sign where I feel the best, where I will be treated the best. But I'm not, I'm not one of these clout chasing morons who has nothing else to live for besides getting signed. I mean, I'm a top name anywhere I go. And if anybody tries to deny that, I get in the ring and I show it there's it doesn't matter how large or small the scale of that is but i mean in terms of um you know my focus on getting signed to a national television deal i'm wherever the money's right you know i if i had to guess anywhere because i know everybody always asks oh is it you know is it is it the red pill or the blue pill obviously i would be more inclined to want to sign with AEW because 
I trained under Cody. I trained under QT Marshall. Um, it was a difficult experience because, you know, they both hate each other's guts. So I had to learn from one at a time, but things like that benefited me because I have personal relationships with both of them. You know, QT is my kind of guy. Um, he's somebody that I gravitated towards a lot. You know, he, he doesn't take shit from anybody. I don't take shit from anybody. Um, we're both amazing in the ring. So I do think that looking further ahead, that's probably the place that I would want to end up, um, over WWE. But I mean, I think I would thrive in any system I'm in. You know, a lot of people like to bitch that the system that they're in fails them, uh, for either company. Uh, I believe that companies don't fail the people that work for them. I believe that the people that work for them fail themselves and, you know, corporate America's a sum of a bitch, but you know, if you can, if, if you can stab the snake in the front, you don't have to worry about it coming to bite you in the ass. That's great. Uh, actually I lied. I do have one more question. I'm sorry. But why, you, why are you lying to me? I don't like liars. Well, I thought of it as you were just speaking. Uh, 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 well, think of it. Think ahead next time. Man, you guys have got to get better at this. I mean, I know oh. some of your other guests are, are amateur and they'll probably just look past this kind of stuff. But I'm all about high production value, baby. You guys got to get it together. Well, you're welcome for this last question from me. It's I'm, oh, 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 how, I'm welcome. How, <laughs> yeah. how lucky is Kid Bandit? that he was able to wrestle you during that uh, class three showcase, uh, nightmare showcase. That kid would be nothing if it wasn't for me. Uh, and that goes for anybody else that steps in the ring with me. You know, everybody gets the rub from Trevor Outlaw when you get into the ring with me. Um, I came up a little bit short. You know, he had a couple of crazy ass moves in his arsenal that really rocked me and almost you know hospitalized me because they were dangerous but uh kid bandit's a crazy son of a bitch you know i think everybody that i trained with there at the nightmare factory they're all a bunch of lunatics and i liked kid bandit leading into uh finding out that i was gonna wrestle we we didn't know who we were gonna wrestle until we got to the we got to the factory that day um i knew i would be in a prominent singles match uh, where they placed it on the card, I didn't know because, you know, you need to put somebody that has high caliber to put on a good match in the middle because that's where people tend to leave um, because obviously they're going to watch the opener and obviously they're going to watch the main event. But the real main event is wherever you put Trevor Outlaw on the show. And if you want people to sit through, you can go ahead and throw me at match five. I, that's the main event, though. Anybody that follows that, good luck following that. What followed my match? The Battle Royal? How well did that go? Uh, we'll follow that. Brandon Gore versus Dean Alexander. How well did that go? Both great wrestlers, but they don't exude the star power that I do. Which, Brandon Gore, by the way, um, before you lead into another terrible question or passing into the bozo that's below me, Brandon Gore and I get to face one-on-one -on -one in a couple of weeks for uh, the American Wrestling Federation in Minnesota. That's his home promotion. So... I've been making a name for myself there, of course. And now I'm coming to his home promotion. I'm going to take him out back just like old Yeller. I remember the reference from earlier. And I'm going to blast his head off like the old dog that he is. And I'm going to show him he wasn't the real main event. I am. Very good. Thank you for 
answering my dumb questions. Now it's AJ's turn to ask you a few more. Well, oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you, you kind of just answered one of mine, so it's, I'm, I'm going to be redundant and I apologize, but apart from, you know, your dates in Minnesota coming up, what's on and apart from Trev Temper 20th, obviously we all remember it clearly and gifts will be forthcoming. What's on the horizon? What, what do you have coming up? I got a lot. Um, I don't know when this is how how far after these were recorded. Do you guys? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna peel back the curtain a little bit here, since you guys like to you know get out professional. I'm gonna do the same here for a minute. How far after these are this is this gonna be out? Because I don't want to say all my dates if this airs like after all of that. Uh, I th- what's your turnaround time? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, not bad, not bad. That's pretty professional. I'll take that. So tomorrow, uh, as we get closer to September 20th, I've got. Journey Pro in Kansas on Friday, September 17th. Um, the next day, I'm wrestling in the historic Berwyn Eagles Club. That's one of the only venues in Chicago that I haven't wrestled in that I really want to. It's like Very cool. Big name venue to cross off my bucket list. Um, I'm wrestling the Ice Pick Vic Capri. This guy's been wrestling for probably close to as many years as I've been alive. I mean, this dude is old enough to be my absent father. Um, but you know, he's one of those guys that everybody around here respects for some reason. And I don't really understand why, because as far as I'm concerned, I've never seen him wrestle on videos that have over 170 plus thousand views. Um, I've never seen him main eventing a freelance show on his first match. Nonetheless. Um, but people like this guy, people respect him and that pisses me off. So I have a thing for these quote unquote legends, you know, it, it, uh, it gets me all wound up, all hot and bothered, if you will, to just really just stick it to these old heads who think that they're going to teach these kids a lesson. <laughs> Don't worry, kid. Uh, you're going to get a lesson on how to be a wrestler. Nah, bitch. That's not what's going to happen. I'm going to come. I'm going to smack you in the face and say, what's old is old and I'm what's next. And I'm right now. Well, I think, uh, that is as good a time as any to uh, say, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah, the pleasure is all yours. It was. It, it, tr- it truly was. Um, we look forward to seeing what, uh, what comes up uh, next for you when you say you're going to be on TV at some point in the future. I'm sure we all will agree and say we look forward to it. Um, you don't have a choice. I, well, I mean, that, that's true, but uh, it's, it's a welcome kind of situation you know you you certainly have already actually never mind i'm just gonna end the interview by saying you know thanks for coming on it's been super fun no 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 no, no. you were gonna put me over put me over come on you've done all this crap this entire time that i've been sitting here you have one opportunity to partially redeem yourself a little bit come on put me over you know i love it uh so everyone trevor outlaw hold on hold on hold on but first take that take that cubs hat off I can't. It's, it's part of my head. Like I can't. No, no, no. no. I, I'm sure. I know. I'm sure your hairline is not nearly as good as mine. I'll. I'll let you take a second to switch hats. But you're gonna take that damn hat off, and you're gonna put me over. Okay, I will if you put on a Cubs T-shirt over your. I don't own your, that. I don't see. own any Cubs paraphernalia. We're, we're I only a, support. I only support winning organizations. Winning or since when was the last World Series you guys had? 2005. Yeah, right? but yeah, where's your guys's? all your studs oh that's right the cubs have imploded the cubs suck ah uh, we're, we're giving the young kids a chance now like uh, oh yeah giving the young kids a chance my hands hey the white Sox got a young team too and i'm gonna I mean, tell you what when we when they make it to the world series 
I'm going to come on your guys' podcast again. And I am going to tell you, I told you so for 45 minutes straight. And then you're going to release it the next day saying Trevor Outlaw was right. I'm a bozo and I'm wrong. And that's going to be the title of your episode. It's a little long, but it's we'll very apropos. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll squeeze it into the title card. 100%. It'll, it'll be uh, fun. Real quick before we close out the show, Trevor, uh, this is your platform. Go ahead and feel free to plug anything you want. Uh, obviously, your Twitter, your IG is at the Trevor Outlaw. So um, the floor is yours, sir. Go ahead and let all the bozos out there uh, know what you got going on. Yeah, I mean, the floor should have been mine from the start. But as you were saying, uh, my social medias are the Trevor Outlaw on everything. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Trevor Outlaw. I don't know how that like shoot message thing works, but um, if you want me to ruin somebody's day, if you want me to tell you your mother, she's a terrible person. Um, if you want me to tell your father that he is a piece of shit, I'll just pretend that it's mine and, and do the same. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's where you can find me. Before we go, though, we were talking about fake words earlier and kayfabe being one of them. Uh, the thumbnail, I couldn't see it before, but, but aside from that terrible Texas Longhorns flag Whoa. background, does your shirt have a fake word on it? Does it say kayfabe on there? I never break, wore this just Never for you. break kayfabe. Never break a fake word? What does that mean? That's right. I, I, it's, your, it's, your shirt reads nonsense. You go true. out in public wearing that shirt. You go out in public with a shirt that has a sentence on it that makes absolutely no sense, and and you're okay with that. Yep, I am. And, and I, you I, I did wear it just for you. Texas Longhorns. That that is. I'm understanding that correctly, right? The and greatest also, college football team club. of all time. But eh. make sure you say that title before you say Texas Longhorns next time. Yeah. No, I'm not going to make sure I do that. That's not really. Sorry, brother. My character wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but I'll put over the Iowa Hawkeyes any day of the week. I, Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, baby. Uh, 2021 so. NCAA wrestling champions. I've got you guys can't see it in the rude in the rude residence. Um, but we have an <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes banner that has all their championships on there. We're getting one added for this most recent one this year. Uh I see I'm a I'm a U of I fan because I have to be. So yeah, I, I apologize for that. See, at least I'm not no, making see, I'm not any claim. Make fun of you for being a U of I fan because they literally don't do anything and just supporting them itself is enough of a joke for me to exactly. laugh at. So but at least they're not even like like the Texas Longhorns, they're not even the best football team in Texas. So I mean there there's that. Like sorry. You're fired. Like, fired. <laughs> I've been fired so many times from the show that it, it's meaningless. You might as well put that on a t-shirt and wear it around since it's also nonsense. I mean, uh, hey, maybe it, maybe it'll be a better shirt to wear than that dumbass one that he's wearing that makes absolutely no sense. What, what about I mean, what about mine? What do you think of mine, Trevor? Let's I see. think that's a great shirt. You don't you don't think it's like copyright infringy or anything like that? Like it's no, it's appropriation, brother. I know my rules. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away. You can get away with anything when it comes to clothing. It's all appropriation. There's no there. There's no there's no laws with that one, baby. By the way, I, I will admit that I I'm so the T-shirt I'm wearing right now, it's a Trevor Outlaw T-shirt. I knocked it on the ground, so I felt obligated to buy it. Um, but that's I not what it. really happened. I would... how you how you begged me. You begged to pay double my rate. So I did actually. And then I was like, can you please throw in a, a eight by 10 as well? And then you, and then you were like, you know, I'm such a nice guy. I care about your well being. I'm going to throw in a mask too. So I didn't, you know, I didn't say that I care about your well being. You did. Don't, yeah. don't lie to the people. I mean, what this I really is just my was, recollection. You know what? I said, Hey, do your civic duty in wearing this mask. 
but more so, and what's really more important about having this mask, aside from civic duty of, of safety with, you know, all the, all the regulations and whatnot, CDC, you can hire me for advertising later. Um, it's to hide that ugly mug. I'm sorry, man, but I mean, that's a beautiful shirt, but it still doesn't make you look any better. I know I lied <laughs> to you, but. So from, so from here down, it's all right. From there up. Neck like, down, neck down, you are doing fine. fine. Yeah. Neck up, brother, we got to talk about that. Something well, about your face just makes me want to just give one of these right to you. A punch. I do. I've been told that I have a, a punchable face. Like it's, it's a thing, which, which I'm fine with. It remains mostly unpunched. My grandma, every time I see her is kind of a tick, but. I will I think admit your grandmother that is a wonderful woman. Is she single? She, uh, she, well, yeah, she is. You know, if you, she's rich too. If you, oh, give her my yeah. number. <laughs> I will tell, say tell that grandma, I, tell grandma, tell grandma Rudy says what's up. She looks, she looks like Angela Lansbury. If that's your, if that's your thing. Word. Yeah, grandma. She wrote. That's uh, that's her. Ah, name. I like it. <laughs> grandma. She wrote. That's gonna be the sequel to my autobiography. What she wrote. Book one. <laughs> Book one is if you're reading this, you're a bozo, but thanks for the money. Book two is grandma. She wrote. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be the best thing I hear in weeks. Trevor. Forever. But, uh, you know. well, I mean, we'll see. It's got a long ways to go. Uh, Trevor Outlaw, thank you so much for coming on the show. We look forward to um, seeing you, you know, in the Indies, eventually on our TVs, because you certainly it's inevitable, baby. It's inevitable. I mean, it's, I actually probably like I'll, I'll admit and um you know anyone anyone listening go go see his matches go watch his matches buy his merch because I do love this shirt it's it is kind of awesome so thank you so much again for coming on uh it's been an enlightening conversation to say the very least uh even though you're you know, kind of a dick, but it's fine. Like, it's fine. You know, you, you gotta be you. So you're trying to get those points back and then you're trying to redeem yourself for your listeners, but yeah, brother, you're, you're a lost cause, man. You're a lost this, cause. This is but. why I keep getting fired from this podcast, like over and over again. You guys got to get somebody else. What, what's, what's, uh, what's Whoopi Goldberg doing these days? She'd be a nice replacement for you. I like her work. <laughs> she was on, on the stand. That's she, all I got. Is she canceled? Is, no. She's not, no, she was on the stand, the Stephen King adaptation. Oh, dude, you're when, okay. When you're saying the stand, I'm thinking like, oh, she's up for execution or she did something bad. I'm like, <laughs> she's, I'll be honest, like I'll, on the, I the same stand. thing. In, in this day and age, everybody's canceled. I don't know. Right. <laughs> she's she's enjoying her career. She knows she's an EGOT winner. Why do I know so much about goddamn Whoopi Goldberg? Because she's going to be your successor. She's well, a much more okay. successful successor at that, but. I'd be okay. And I bet I would, you she's a Sox fan. She, I actually, I, she is a Sox because my encyclopedic knowledge of Whippy Goldberg. Yes, she is a Sox fan. Loves pancakes, though. Loves them. I call bullshit. Stranger, on that. Nobody, loves stranger. nobody loves pancakes. Everybody gets them as their side order at the restaurant because they're like, I don't want to be bad and get toast, so I'm going to get something that's even worse for me because I'm not going to eat it. And then people put their syrup on it. The first slice of a pancake, great. Anything after that, it's a soggy and a syrupy mess. It's literally just wheat drenched in syrup. And it's not good because it's soggy and gross. But you get a nice Belgian waffle, that bitch is staying crunchy, all right? Yeah, I love pancakes. It explains a lot. (laughs) Trevor, Mr. Outlaw, as it were, thank you so, so much for coming on. Uh, It's been a pleasure. We learned a lot. 
And uh, please, again, even though you're kind of a dick, if you ever want to come back on the show, please do. We would love to have you back. That was amazing. I'll have some screeners for you guys first, but, you know. We'll, we'll understandable. Understandable. My rate's going up next time, too. Also, I mean, you've earned it at this point. Not before the, epi- or the episode, but after. Like now, you, you've earned it now. And your All beard. Right. All right, everybody out there. This has been Trevor Outlaw on Sit Down Marks. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Peace. All right. Joining us here today is one of the biggest independent wrestlers all over the United States, but she is uh, very dear to our hearts here in the Midwest. If you don't know about Billy Starks, you're going to know about her very soon. Join us here for the very first time on the show, the Space Jesus herself, amongst many, many other nicknames that we'll get to later. But thank you, Billy Starks. Welcome to the Sit Down Mars podcast here for the first time. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a little out of it today. Well, we'll this will be cut, but yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Um, you, you've had such a busy, busy, well, year, not only month, but year. Um, the first thing I want to ask you about, however, um, is you just had your own promotion that you just ran um on december 5th it was called cosmic christmas and you did you did everything right you were the the promoter the booker and it was all on well in celebration of your birthday how did that go exactly um it went really really well uh i never want to do it again though i was (laughs) so stressful (laughs) so you didn't Um, even get to like have fun with it it was just stress 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 all the time I had fun the day of everything leading up to it was stressful because yeah. I was like, oh, I still need to get this person a ticket because my friends would like PayPal me and be like, oh, just like remember to give me a ticket. And I was like, you act like I have a good memory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a lot of trouble. Uh, a lot of my friends were in Texas the day before. So I had to deal with like trying to get them from Texas all the way to Louisville um, and then drive them to Indiana for the show. And then just, I was like, oh, I'm tired of people hitting me up. Leave me alone. And my show has been booked in my mind since August. So I'm not changing it. Right. You had your promoter <laughs> pants on a long time ago, didn't you? Putting this thing together. I, I was done. <laughs> Did you get, did you get to take a nice break? Well, it's funny saying you get to take a nice break in the ring. You fought Effie that night and you defeated Effie. Uh, so did you finally get to enjoy the uh, 17th coming of Space Jesus and, and that moment when you were in the match? Uh, I enjoyed my match so much. That was like probably my favorite part of the night. Um, and then my second favorite was being able to watch Ace Perry and Nick Wayne. That was one of my, my yeah. like have to watch matches on my show because I was like, uh, the way like I thought about it was like uh, we have this thing called night four in the Midwest um, and we say that Ace Perry is the original night four guy and then Nick Wayne's one of the newer kids and he's starting to become this new night four guy um, so I was like this will be like a matchup I can't wait to see and I just remember watching the finish and I'm on the edge of my seat wait, like I know what's supposed to happen and I'm watching him sure. Oh, that was like this is it. I was so angry. I was like, "Come on, guys! Come on, guys!" Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it was it uh, really cool to be on that side of it, you know? I bet once you got in the ring with Effie, Effie, it was all gravy by then, right? Like, I mean, you know, all the business has happened. It's just you and him in the ring, and, uh, you know, it should have – you probably felt pretty comfortable by then. But, yeah, what a big night that had to be been for you to be, uh, you know, uh, on the promoter side. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, it was also great when I finally did get to wrestle uh, – I was like, Effie, Effie went out first, and I just hear the reaction the crowd gave him. I was like, oh, no, I really hope my pop is bigger than this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and, and was it? <laughs> it was. I was very shocked because I had that moment of, I really hope I do get booed on my birthday show. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We want to get booed. Like it's my birthday, boo yeah, me. Right. <laughs> can't can't boo the space Jesus. If nobody's uh, uh, you know, if somebody's tuning in this for the first time, Billy, you know, why do they call you Space Jesus? Like, uh, how would you put that in a nutshell for somebody yeah. that hasn't seen Billy Starks wrestle? So everybody has like their own idea of like how Space Jesus came along. Sure, uh, but Space Jesus actually came from like an inside joke with me and some of my friends. Um, because this crazy dude, let's just start it there. Uh, went to a Jimmy Jacobs seminar. I was not present for this, uh, but my friends were, and I showed up late and they all started talking about this. And I was like, what's going on? You got to fill me in. And they are like, this crazy dude showed up. He's wearing a leather jacket, a shirt, had wrist tape on biker gloves, like whole like match ready basically and this is like three or four hours before the show um and jimmy jacobs is doing a talking seminar and he goes around and starts asking people questions and he gets to this guy and he's like what's your gimmick and the guy's like oh i'm a street fighter he was like eh that's not very like original what makes you special the guy's well i'm a street fighter jimmy was like i don't know dude and the guy (laughs) proceeds to take off his leather jacket takes off his shirt and what is revealed he was like yeah this will explain it all of why i'm special what is revealed is a tattoo of alien jesus walking across water oh, and it, oh my god and jimmy jacobs <laughs> just goes okay and nods his head and keeps going down the line <laughs> like that oh, reaction to it too. like just okay and then moving on right which jimmy's the zombie (laughs) princess right you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so that's kind of a a similar a similar name there that's that's hilarious man what a (laughs) what a good tale there uh, uh, about that but yeah another thing too is uh you know how would you explain your style in the ring like you know what are you uh what do you feel like your best attributes are like as far as um you know are you uh you, you think you're a brawler are you a little more of this or that or you know um, I'm definitely like very strike heavy. Um, and I like, uh, dropping people on their heads and then <laughs> the only high flying move I have is a swanton. You won't see me jump off the ropes that often. <laughs> you, do, you do do a nice swanton. I was watching your match with uh sky blue and I was like, that's like a fantastic swanton. So you do it very well, even though yeah. that's your only top room maneuver. I can do By the way, really quick, speak- so scary. I I have <laughs> videos of me hitting a 450, but I was like this is terrifying. I, oh, I bet it would be. Yeah. 
not something you're gonna put flips are the reason why i would never consider being a wrestler (laughs) doing flips what do you say aj because you don't want to flop on the ring doing a 450 yes or on my or on my head yeah my like biggest (laughs) is over rotating and just like scorpion myself i'm Mm. like i'd rather just land on my back i i'll take that all day but i feel like if i just over rotate too much i'm just gonna hit my face and i was like i can't i'm gonna just pop up and you're just gonna see my nose gushing right <laughs> with your feet like over your head like ah! that's horrifying this that's i'm never gonna do a 450 but i'm not a professional athlete either um going back to the nicknames really quick where did blue gremlin come from why gremlin um, so I just got called a gremlin because I was always like a hot mess and did whatever I wanted. <laughs> and I was also like the small child running around. So they started calling me a gremlin. And of course, the blue hair. So it just became the blue gremlin at one point. <laughs> well, that's funny, too, because uh, speaking of nicknames, the ones I have here are, um, I guess it's not really a nickname, it's, uh, but by way of the stars. The Mellow of the Big Big Starks brand, Never Lost, Baby Draw, Space Jesus, Blue Gremlin. But the last time me and AJ was at a show, we called you Blue Tista because you took Jake Durden's jacket, put it on, and did the Batista machine gun, uh, you know, like, and we were front row dying laughing. So Yeah, we popped, uh, we popped yeah, huge for that. Yeah, thanks spot. for awesome. entertaining us. <laughs> and I'm so, a big Jake Durden fan, too, and he always, uh, always, like, stand up and cheer him. And he always tells me to sit down, like, you know, but, you know, <laughs> you know, but, you know it's, 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 it is what it is. But. It's like every time you think you would learn after like the first three times, uh, like he, he's uh, just going to make you sit down. Dude. Like that's always every gonna... single time. <laughs> yeah. that's a, it's never going to be a different reaction. He's going to be like, sit down. Right. Um, so there's something else I wanted to ask you about. So some of the promotions you worked for, you know, Black Label Pro, GSW, St. Louis Anarchy, uh, you're the winner of the Tammy Joby Memorial Cup. You have wrestled 79 matches for 37 promotions, and not just in the Midwest. You know, you've been in New Jersey, Texas, you know, all over the place. Whoa. Where, slow down. Slow down here. Where slow do you down. find the time? Yeah, right? I know. I talk fast when I'm... No, no, no. I'm talking so, about her, uh, wrestling at all these promotions. That is that is getting after it. You know what I mean? I that's, love That's it. a lot. I love, I love it. Where do you find the time to just, you know, study for like a test or something like that how do you balance all of this i actually have been dealing with that like this weekend i literally take the ect tomorrow at like 8 a.m nice um, and then i have midterms this week so i just finished my physics midterm and my math midterm today and then i have to go do my japanese midterm and ib literature midterm on oh. monday and wednesday <laughs> um your japanese mid do you take japanese yeah, this is my third year of Japanese. Well, you just made us all feel sorry for taking time out of your day to talk to us because, <laughs> good God, you need to be doing You are probably else. losing <laughs> brain cells talking to us. So uh, definitely good it's luck nice with your test tomorrow. It's a break the day to actually be able to talk to people and not yeah. just be zoned in on school or wrestling. Nice. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing, Billy, about being an independent wrestler? What do you love the most about it? Like, uh, you know, what draws you to it? What makes you want definitely, to wrestle that many times? Definitely just like being in the ring and seeing people's reactions. Like I just love physical activity. Uh, I love running the ropes, doing this, and I love being having like the create create uh, 
words <laughs> creativity <laughs> aspect of wrestling where I can put anything together and I have like some new crazy ideas that I need someone to come over and come to the BSV performance center so I can try out some of my ideas yeah um AJ, AJ, AJ will we'll take bumps for you AJ will take bumps for you <laughs> I'm small I can take a bump <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can you give, us, uh, give some hints about what those new ideas are or would you rather keep those a little uh to yourself right now uh so some of it's just like some transitions uh to just get out of some moves that i regularly hit uh so i want to do like a different transition into my head scissors tombstone that i usually do uh so i had an idea for that and then i wanted to do more stuff with like uh when people try to avoid the swanton instead of just eating crap all the time maybe find yeah. a way to work around that <laughs> right right yeah i get yelled at because i miss it so much they're like come on <laughs> you're back <laughs> one other thing i want to say too uh you know as we we're uh talking about you know if nobody's ever seen you wrestle before you know every every place i see billy wrestle at you know um you know you you're over and you know i mean was that the plan to go in and just steal the hearts of everybody in the building and you know and then leave them wanting more because i feel like you know if i've seen you know i've seen you wrestle at a ton of places because you know we go a lot of wrestling all over especially in midwest in the united states but you know everywhere you get a big reception you know when blink 182 hits you know you know <laughs> everybody's like just totally into it man so was that the plan all along? You know what I mean? Or did that just kind of organically, you know, um, you know, people just, you know, just loved Billy and uh, they couldn't get enough of you. You know what I mean? Like, how did that, how did that happen for you uh, so quickly? Um, it was always like my goal to like, just get connections from people. And if it's like loving me or just wanting to see me die, uh, <laughs> I just want uh, Some something where people want to see me and I just know that sounds like very like crazy and like all the attention on me but that's what wrestling is like all these mm -hmm. wrestlers want you to be paying attention Definitely. Um, so I don't know if it's anything I did directly but I feel like it just happened organically over time because I'm just who I am I'm a crazy blue-haired kid <laughs> <laughs> How long has the blue hair been a thing? Like, because every time I've never seen you without the blue hair, like since, has it been since you started uh, performing or was it like, do you, were you like, you know, 10 years old and be like, I, I just want blue hair. That's what I want. Um, it actually was like, when I first started wrestling, I had purple hair um, yeah. and I changed it like a few times. I uh, had a few different hair colors. And then I finally was at a mania weekend with Shotzi Blackheart and we're i was talking to her we stayed in the same hotel oh my god my buddy just fell <laughs> i'm sorry i just saw get like, up get up you bed. can do it uh <laughs> sorry that's, that's okay. fine i don't even remember what we were talking about now i just want to know if he's okay he, he's good he's moving he just started grunting because he missed <laughs> but uh i was talking to shotzi because uh we stayed at the same like airbnb uh thing together and we we're hanging out it was during the new jersey and uh new york collective and 
we were sitting there and she was like talking to me about some stuff. She was like, what's going to be your hair color? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's a marketing thing. Like they're going to remember you if you have this certain aspect. If you keep changing it, sometimes it looks like a whole different person. I was like, she's right. And blue is honestly my favorite color that I dyed my hair at the time. So I was like, I'm going to stick with the blue. So I've had it for like pretty much like a few months before uh, that mania. And then I've had it since. For, for me, I, I kind of feel like it ties in with the, the big Starks brand too, with the blue and the black too. Like I kind of feel, you know, uh, but uh, real quick, if nobody knows what the big Starks brand is, kind of explain what that is and how it came about. Um, so the big Starks brand is a group of people uh, that are all really close to me, or I think they're just phenomenal talent in wrestling. Yeah. Um, and it's just slowly grown and grown uh, way past my expectations. Um, it started as uh, just a joke to cheer me up during the quarantine. I was missing wrestling. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to be around people. Yeah. And my dad is a big fan of Big Baller Brand, which is uh, LeVar Ball and all of his children. Um, and he said he was the LeVar Ball of wrestling and I was the Mellow. And if anybody messed with Mellow, uh, he's going to do whatever. Sure. And, uh, nice. Someone in the comments was like, oh, Big Starks Brand. And we like joked around with it and made some t-shirts. And then everybody was like, oh, this is amazing. And now it's at the point where it's at where AEW people are wearing the knee sleeves Mm -hmm. and I freaking Dante bought like a sweatshirt off the website and I was like dude you know I'll just give you one right yeah 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 (laughs) because I saw something getting shipped to Minnesota I was like oh who's getting something from Minnesota and I saw Dante Martin I was like no (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good and then uh yeah I see Lee Moriarty wearing it just the other day uh, he was up on the rope squatting. I seen his knee pad. I was like, Oh, no, BSB, you know, but, uh, yeah, that, that's really cool. And, uh, a nice little, uh, side venture for you and you guys there, uh, you know, to go with your, with your wrestling, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, uh, Primo got anything for us. Got anything. For, I uh, do. Let's go. Let's, go. let's kind of go outside the ring a little bit. Let's just get, you know, some of these funny questions in here uh let's start with do you do you play any any games at all i mean obviously between all these tests and wrestling and everything else do you have any time for games or anything fun like that so i don't get to play very often but when i do i love playing call of duty um i recently got into split gate i find split gate super fun to play um, it's like portals mixed, mixed in with a little bit of first shooter. Right. Um, and then I love sure. Dead by Daylight, but I feel like every time I get on, it's always too late at night where no mm-hmm. one's on. So I have to be in the queue for like 30 minutes. And I was like, you know what? Do I really want to play anymore? Right. I understand <laughs> that. I've actually done that for Dead by Daylight where I've sat there because I also like I work late at nights and I'll get home and I'm like, I just want to play something and I'll sit in the queue and just sit there and like read a book or something until finally like a match pops up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm bigger. I'm <laughs> probably a bigger nerd though. <laughs> uh, what was the first gaming system you ever played on? Ooh, PlayStation 2, okay. PlayStation 2 or 3. Solid I- classic. I think it was two because it was like my dad's old one and it was right before we got a PlayStation three. 
Um, and then we also had like the really, really old Xbox. I don't remember. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. No, that's good. Uh, what What's your favorite music? I'm very like all over the place with my music. So it like really depends on my mood, but I do lot do like a lot of like indie pop mm-hmm. and then like very emo-esque music. Like I love Neck Deep and the Front Bottoms. Um, I love Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm like very, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's cool. It's good to have variety. Uh, what kind of food do you like? Oh, I am... Like, I like some spicy food, but I can't go past a certain level. Like, if it doesn't taste good it, and it's just hot, it's not good. But if it tastes good and has, like, that kick to it, right. I love that. Uh, so I love, like, Takis. I love uh, ramen noodles, Slim Jims, all the stuff that's not good for me. <laughs> right. oh, that's slim Jims are so good. <laughs> Wait, you guys eat Slim Jims? Those are, like, vile meat tubes. How do you eat Slim Jims? Slim Jims. Because you just it's dig the, it, dude. The, this is the texture when you're chewing it. It's just yeah. there. Yeah, snap I like into the, it. I like the I mean, snap, you, yeah. You like people are crazy people, and I disagree with you. I only um, get to eat them on like wrestling weekends because like the rest of the week I only have rice, chicken, and whatever vegetable. I either have asparagus, broccoli, or celery. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I can't wait for the weekend. Oh yeah, Taco Bell. Or, you can just eat trash. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell. That's what I'm talking about. Trash food is the best. That's T Bell. Don't get me started there. I love it. Uh, anyway, um, what's the what I that's hey, in, in this the primo household we call it T Bell. Okay. <laughs> anyway what's the spice we were talking about spicy just a second ago what's the spiciest thing i know you said it has to have flavor so like the spiciest thing like spicy wings or what's the spiciest thing you've ever had um i had like the the ramen from hell at like a ramen shop oh cool. oh yeah i heard about that it's actually like not bad it actually tastes really good uh but like my brother had it so i like helped him eat that while also having my regular bowl so it like balanced it out uh but like there was a like a point where all you got was just a spoonful of like hot sauce but it tasted like the chicken broth and it was still good but mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i'm gonna be pooping myself later. <laughs> right yeah yeah of course i mean yeah that's like uh, that's like part of the adventure that you guys, right yeah it's, the, it's yeah. the whole experience uh <laughs> You stay yeah, home like, the next couple days. Here's a here's a classic uh, sit down Marks interview question that we haven't got to ask in a while. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Waffles are so much better. <laughs> I'm never going to get a pancake person ever. Every <laughs> single person that we've asked this to. Everybody waffles likes waffles. the likes the little pockets. It holds syrup. Yeah, that's telling you, man. You, it, it's also it's just the texture. I like the waffles texture better. I like I because like the, like the pancakes too. are too flat for me. Even when they're like the fluffy, I feel like I'm eating cake, and it's not good because it doesn't soak it up like enough syrup. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't, sure. I don't understand savages. Look at pancakes. <laughs> I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna get a pancake. That's another experience thing. Uh, all right. So if you. <laughs> If you, at this point in your life, uh, you know, if you had a biography written about you, what would the title be? Oh, I really, hmm. 
I kind of just want to steal like IWTV's like the life of and then just do <laughs> life of yeah. space Jesus. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Speaking I would buy of a book called The Life of Space Jesus. Not gonna lie. I would too. I, I would say, uh, Billy, speaking of uh Daniel McCabe, like he's been on our show before and uh and we recently just watched his the life of and he had uh big things to say about you on that show man about you being the future of pro wrestling i was like wow that's that's a pretty good nod there from uh makabe you had to be pretty uh happy with that comment huh yeah i was actually very surprised because i always like pitch crazy ideas to him and he'll look at me and he's like don't do that (laughs) (laughs) nice oh yeah we love daniel man he's such a cool dude definitely how was the uh sci invitational really quick because you were you were down sci invitational that's redundant it's like saying atm machine anyways um how was it this year like it was like from we watched it all on tv and it seemed like a great time how how'd it go i loved the entire tournament i was part of the futures tournament Mm -hmm. um and it was a really really great showcase of the upcoming talent and I feel like you got so many different aspects of wrestling because it was also like whole different styles. And these people were like from all over. Like I'm, of course, in the Midwest area. And then they had people uh, in Georgia and then Tennessee. And I think it was just a good showcase of all this talent that lives so far away from each other. Yeah, we usually go to that tournament. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that one next year. This year, that's when we sponsored uh, Daniel's match, right? We did. Yep. 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 Uh, so moving on here, we have uh, what? So obviously, all three of us uh, sit down marks are pretty weird ourselves. But on a scale of like one to 10, what would you rate yourself as like weird or quirky? Uh, a solid like seven or like 7.5. <laughs> You're right. leaning towards eight, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Easy. All right. Uh, I'll go do this uh, last one here, and then I'll move it back to AJ. So what if any any superhero in the world, who would you compare yourself to? I thought you were going to ask me my favorite. My favorite's definitely Spider-Man. Okay. I, okay. Relate I have tickets this Thursday. I know. I'm so excited. Uh. <laughs> I promised uh, my boyfriend that I would go and see it with him. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, who? I don't know if I can wait. Uh, <laughs> right, <I'm> right. <laughs> I feel you. This one has so much hype. So, yes, yeah. I'm looking uh, forward yeah, to being good. Yeah, Toby Maguire It's going to be like the reveal of like all three of them together because there's so many like hints in the trailers where oh, we're like, oh, it's going to be here. <laughs> so, so, Billy, who's your favorite Spider-Man then? Oh, Tom Holland. I'm sorry. I'm like the newest generation and I love yeah. this man. <laughs> I, feel I, like, I didn't mind any of them. Honestly. I like, I love all three of them for different yeah, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. He to- yep. Toby's my favorite just because when I saw Toby's the original. Second, and I think he's phenomenal, but I was like watching back like one of the older movies and I feel like he gets lost in some of the scenes and like i feel like if he's brought in now as a spider-man it would be like a whole different monster where he might overcome tom holland as my favorite spider-man yeah (laughs) well he'll be like old man spider-man i'm saying he's a man now he's old man yeah Uh, he's like 45 or something like that i feel bad for andrew garfield he gets a bad rap like he's he's everyone's third favorite spider-man but he did a pretty decent job he was bad either it was just like 
these other two guys are just so phenomenal. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you answering all these weird questions. I'm going to go ahead and throw it back to AJ uh, back for some more wrestling stuff. More wrestling stuff. You have a match coming up with Gary J. How are you preparing for that? Uh, I don't have to prepare for that. I do my daily routine as always. And I feel like my preparation was last mania. Uh, where I had a previous match with Gary, and I feel like I'm going in with a whole different mindset uh, because I just won the Memorial Cup versus two pillars of anarchy already. Now I just got to knock down one more. Yeah. Um, so were you surprised when Gary J took the belt off of Jeremy Wyatt, who held it for like 19 years straight? Like, was that <laughs> yeah, that right. <laughs> Uh, I was very shocked. I was watching the match uh, at the merch table while it was going on. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I thought it was going to be over so many times uh, just because Jeremy Y is a prick. Uh, <laughs> but Gary fought his way through it. And uh, I thought it was a phenomenal match. And Gary's deserved it for such a long time. Yeah, I agree. And there were so many anarchy shows that I went to going home. Wyatt retained, Wyatt retained, Wyatt retained, like, and it felt like so many, man. So I'm looking forward to this. But uh, a question, Billy, maybe you can answer this. Has there ever been a wimp woman to win the Gateway Heritage Championship? Um, I'm not you know sure, of? actually. I don't believe yeah. so. I don't think so either. If, you know, just, I didn't, you know, research or anything, but, you know, just from my knowledge of watching Anarchy for quite a while. And, you know, so this could be, yes, this could be big. Uh, this match is January the 21st at the, uh, at Spalding Hall, correct? Or going yes. back to the Spalding Hall. That right there is dope in itself, being able to go back there in Alton, Illinois. That, um, that is uh, in East St. Louis. Billy Stars versus Gary J at St. Louis Anarchy for the Gateway Heritage title. I'm looking forward uh, to that match as well. But um, good luck there and uh, come back and talk to us after you're the champ, okay? Oh, say less. That's right. Um, that's really, right. Uh, really go ahead. quick question about the cow. Where did that come from and why is it so, so awesome? <laughs> why do you come uh, to the ring with a cow? So I just genuinely have a love for cows um, and like it's one of my favorite animals and it would happen on like every road trip since I was like a very, very small child. Uh, we would drive past like the the just nowhere Indiana and what wherever else and I would see cows and just scream cows brown cow blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and that was every time every time we passed cows oh, and it just yeah. stuck with me and I love just the whole idea I want to own a baby cow so bad and like <laughs> raise it as my own and I see like TikToks all the time of people like uh, treating like baby cows as dogs. I'm like, mom, I'm gonna bring the cow home one day. <laughs> I have a feeling like that's gonna happen. Like you're gonna bring yeah. a baby. Yeah. When when the cow stopped being a baby, would you like trade it in for another baby cow, or would you like to just keep raising? No, a I would just cow? buy more. Like I well, that, yeah. told my mom multiple times, like if I ever like get signed and have too much money, I'm going to buy a farm. Right. And I was like, you can retire and just live on my farm. And she's like, no, that sounds like more work than my current job. I oh, do not I'm want sure. to be in charge of all your farm animals while you're at wrestling. 
<laughs> it is it is she just probably want right now she just wants you to keep all your animals on your socks right <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's with the animal socks too that's kind of fun uh, I just love fun socks. Like right now I'm wearing boring socks and it was because my outfit was too much today. Uh, <laughs> I wore like, this super colorful jumper thing and I was like, oh, this will be fun. Um, so I was like, I have to dumb down the socks today because the colorful jumper was enough. I felt like I was like in a Young Gravy music video. That's what I feel like <laughs> my outfit looked like. Nice reference. Oh, that's funny. Billy, I got some questions here for you. I want to answer here uh, to, to kind of, so we can kind of get to know you uh, a little, a little more here. So uh, your, your idols, who made you want to wrestle? So when I was growing up, I watched a lot of uh, NXT. So who I like really, really enjoyed watching growing up was Finn Balor and Bailey and that just whole generation. That was yeah. really what connected me with wrestling um, and then I started watching independent wrestling, um, and I got really, really into ROH. So I was seeing like Kevin Steen, who's now known as Kevin Owens. My guy. Um, yeah, it was just like a whole bunch of people. And then, like, of course, I fell in love with tag team wrestling. I love tag team wrestling so much. Uh, and I remember like the Young Bucks and Kyle O'Reilly and. Uh, Bobby Fish with Red Dragon and I think tag team wrestling can be the most entertaining like matches uh, I went to AEW All Out and I watched uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks and it was yes. like one of my favorite matches I was like I got to be a fan again and not nice. a wrestler because I got yeah. to like watch it and forget like I'm not watching this to study. I'm watching this to just be entertained. To that was in the cage? Out. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, that was, was that, that, that was in the cage. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was insane. It was so good. Oh nice. So did did you get a CM Punk t-shirt? Like the 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 I was there no. shirt? I did not. Uh I when I went up to the t-shirt stand, they were like sold out of almost everything. Oh yeah. I got yeah. like I was at all out t-shirt with like the AEW and the all out on the back. Yeah. So you watch AEW, uh, do you watch uh WWE, everything else that's on TV other than independent wrestling? Uh I try to watch as much wrestling as possible. Mm. Uh but most of the time I'm like down to like just a few matches. And I love AEW because I can kind of like skip to what I want. Mm -hmm. um, and then WWE, like most of the time when I try to use Peacock, it makes me so angry because I don't know <laughs> when things change. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Am I in the mood? No, I'll just watch the highlights. Yeah, or if like I, some I of my friends are wrestling, I'll watch their matches. Like I love watching MSK. Um, I've really been proud with like the women's division in NXT right now with Corey sure. Jade um, and everything that they're doing. I think it's great. Nice. Give me three dream opponents right now. Anybody in wrestling? Who do you want to? Who do you want to lock up with? Uh, Millie McKenzie, number one. Okay. Uh, two, uh, Matt Demoris. Even though this man is retired, I'm going to make him come out of retirement to wrestle me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Call him out. 
And then three, I really want to wrestle Hook. Uh, he just made his debut, <laughs> and I was watching. I was watching the video that like a fan posted on YouTube, and I was like, "This man's fire! I need to get in the ring with him." Yeah, well, they're uh, well by this time they have long have sent him. By the time we heard this, but they're sending him out there, so we're gonna see a lot more of him here soon. Uh, what other promotions do you want to wrestle at that you haven't gotten to yet? Are there uh, any that you haven't wrestled right, for? Yeah, yeah. I have not got to wrestle for Beyond yet. I would love to be part oh, of Beyond. Sure. And then also Defy. Defy is on the West Coast. Yes. And their Seattle. shows are insane. They are and dope. I've been there personally. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. It was so entertaining. I got to like watch a few matches on the card because we came later on and it was the night where they surprised the crowd with moxley and it, oh, it was just yeah. insane to oh, just yeah, see that the reaction oh that is great that's great so uh you know what are the ultimate goals for billy you want to be the greatest uh, wrestler of all time or uh you know or are you oh or you just want to you know just continue doing what you're doing because i mean obviously you're fantastic at it so what does billy want to do you know, at the end, you got to get that cow farm. So you got to make some money. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, my goal in wrestling is honestly just be the best performer that I can possibly be. Um, and I just hope to still have fun with it. I never want to like lose my passion for wrestling. If wrestling ever becomes not fun, which I don't ever see it happening. I just want to keep it at like, where I'm not losing my mind, but I'm also having a great time doing something I love. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Do you, uh, do you look forward to being healed one day? Oh yes. You know it, right? You guys you only know, it. know what's in store for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I love that you're excited about it already too. So that means you've been thinking about it. My, my thing is like when I would do training matches, uh, I've became like one of the older kids, so I have to like be the heel uh, versus <laughs> a lot of the younger kids. And my trainer's like, "This is so much better. Why did we always? Why did we make you a baby face? People would hate you." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> That's all right. Build them up, and they're gonna hate you even more later on down the road. So, uh, one of the last things I got here for you, uh, I'll kick you back to AJ for a minute. Do you like wrestling better indoors or outdoors? Uh, I honestly love it more indoors because every time I wrestle outside, it's either burning hot, freezing cold, or I get eaten alive by uh, mosquitoes because I don't go outside very often. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't blame you there. Um, and then one other quick question here and uh, for me, I wanted to meant to tell you. So, you know, why Blink-182? Why that song? Why, uh, you know, why does Billy like to come out to that? I honestly used to come out to uh, different theme music when I first started and I was like, this isn't me. And I was looking for something that I actually like listening to. And I was like, just going through it. And I was like something that also works with my gimmick and Blink-182, Aliens Exist popped up. And I was like, yeah, this is me. This fits with what I'm doing this is what I want to come out to. So it kind of just like was, let me research different songs and see what I actually like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, I watched you just a little bit ago. Uh, you know, you were waiting by the curtain at freelance to, to come out. And, uh, and, and I, I guess sometimes I've like, I've heard that song so much. I kind of forgot. I was like, Oh yeah. The blink song. We got to ask her about that. 
So really quick before we um, start completely botching this, uh, well, not you, before Primo and I start completely botching Cage Match, um, you, you were talking about, I just want to know really quick, who's your favorite band of all time? Ooh. It's so hard to pick one, ain't it? I know, like I have like my my top tier list, but I don't know if I could put them in any order. I I'm going to give it to Weezer because that's just what I grew up on, and that nice. was like my mom's favorite band growing up. So that's always been like what I the that was my first ever concerts, and it will always have like a special play, place in my heart. Interesting. That's a that's a good answer. I like Weezer too. Um. Okay, so with that being said, that, that was a terrible transition. There's no transition. <laughs> um, speaking transition. of Weezer, we're going to play cage match now. Uh, and of course, DB uh, is going to send us some wrestlers and we are going to, I'm awesome at kayfabe, are going to give you some clues See if you can guess them. And like I said, we did this the other day and we were really bad at it. So hopefully um, we don't mess it up and you're better at it than we are because we are not good. <laughs> no. Basically what we got here is 10 wrestlers. I'm going to send to each one of these guys. AJ is going against Primo. The Whoever can get Billy to guess these 10 wrestlers the quickest um, will win today's game. But uh, the only thing about it is they can only use one word at a time to make Billy guess who uh, that wrestler is. So um, it's a lot of uh, newer wrestlers mixed in with a few guys uh, from back in the old days. So, AJ Primo, which one of you guys want to go first here? Go ahead, AJ. Damn it. All right. Okay, AJ. me. Me, All I right. guess. Me. AJ is going to go first here. Let me uh, see. so these. bad at this. <laughs> I gotta let you set the bar for me. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I it, might be like the worst guesser of all time. It, so oh, don't worry. It'll it'll be it'll be okay. good then because I'm the worst hint giver at all. Of you, all time. When you when you get one correct, you should hear this sound right here. And then we'll and then we'll move on to the next one. This is right. Yep. All <laughs> right. All right. You guys are ready. Yes. All right, AJ. Here we go. I'm gonna send them over to you. There is your wrestlers, and whenever you're ready, Billy, you ready? I'm ready. ready All right, here we go, and go. Uh, 619. Stone Cold. Oh, I'm tired. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, Garf. Scarf? <laughs> what? Scarf. Uh, scarf. Scarf. MJF. Correct. Um, Cosmic Christmas, which is two words, but we're going to go with it. Uh, me, Billy Starks. Um, huh. Knee pads. What? Team Taz. There we go. Oh, Dante. Correct. Um, Heritage. Uh, Gary J. Correct. Uh, brother. 
Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, uh, Glamazon. Uh, Megan. Uh, Megan Edge. Uh, 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 no. <laughs> See, this is why I'm bad. I don't even know any more clues. Um, blah, bird. <laughs> Glamazon. Edge. Wife. Oh, oh yeah, wife. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I know her name was my head hurting. I see her face. NXT. Wait, she's on oh NXT. Oh my God. Give it she, to her, AJ. We're going to the next one. Uh, Beth Phoenix would be that one. Yep. Yes. Oh my God. I feel so bad. It's all right. Um, up next, figure eight. Uh, Ric Flair. Figure eight. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Um, Swiss. Um, Superman. Correct. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. We just talked about her. Uh, <laughs> influence. <laughs> Sky Hug- Blue? Hugger. Oh, Bailey. Wacky, waving, right. inflatable arm tube man. <laughs> All right, last and one. The last one is uh, smell. <laughs> what? Cooking. Uh, oh. <laughs> Who'd you say? Red velvet. Um. People. Electri- electrifying. <laughs> Eyebrow. Uh, movie star. Movie star. Oh, from Jumanji. Brock, yes. Rock. Brock. My were smelling and cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, this that is... was a horrible delivery. <laughs> a horrible delivery. But it is smelling. Don't, don't, don't feel bad. I'm about to tank real bad. <laughs> All right. There's no way you can. Do I, wouldn't, I wouldn't cooking. have known to give hints for half of those wrestlers. All right. Three <laughs> three and a half minutes is the time you got to be here, pretty much. Oh, my God. That was atrocious, All Billy. Right. I'm so sorry. All right. Okay. Three, and, three and a half minutes. All right. Here we go, pretty much. I don't, I don't, all right. You sending? Uh, okay. All right. Fire away. Go. You better. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right. Yeah. Cleaner. Uh, freaking. Oh my god. <laughs> I know who this is. My brain. I V trigger. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She knows who it is. Yeah. You, you got it. Omega. Oh my god. Yeah, that yes. Is. Correct. <laughs> Fiend. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Correct. Beast. Ryback. Oh, nice guess, but not it. Bigger beast. (laughs) (laughs) Bigger Um, than Ryback. Um, UFC. Yes, correct. Goldie. Goldberg? No, no, no. This is a terrible. That was a terrible one. 
Oh, what was his, what was his, oh Blackheart. Blackheart. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Vince? One half of DIY. There you go. Oh, uh, Tommaso Champa. Yeah. yeah. It was way more than one word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is it? Goldie. Yeah, because that's what he that's what he calls the championship. Um EST. Um no idea. Uh that's a good one. I don't I'm on my own. Yeah. Against the wall. Braid. Yeah. <laughs> braid. Long um, braid. Super long long braid. braid. Uh, Rhymes with Sri Lanka. <laughs> I was just thinking, Dave, uh, Davy, when you say braid in my head. Oh no, like, yeah, oh. no, no, it ain't Davy, no Davy. No, we'll give we'll give it to her and let go. Let's go. It's be, okay. Uh, next up, we Bianca. Have... It's Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Oh, okay, that's okay. Uh, next, next wrestler. Hint, uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, come out to Snoop Dogg. No. Boss. <laughs> Actually, kind of. Boss. Yep. Oh, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I wish she would come out to Snoop Dogg. That'd be awesome. <laughs> also, uh, is, is she Australian? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Brutality. Evans. Uh, brutality. Brutality. Uh Tony Storm. Oh, so close. Uh, Not many hints for that one. Yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't think of any. Yeah. All black leather. Yeah. Oh, uh um, she stomps her boot down. Yes, yes. Rhea Ripley. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> All oh right. my god. Strong style. Is that one word too? No. This would be this one. I think it's hyphenated. Yeah. Uh, Hyphenates count. I know her. I know who it is. I just don't remember names. I suck. <laughs> Rick Rick Boogs. Yeah. <laughs> He's with Rick Boogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, vi- violin. Um, New Japan. New Japan. It was New Japan, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nakamura? Yes. yes. There you Shisuke go. Nakamura. Very good. Yep. Two belts. Next, next one. That's the hint. Two belts. Um. Uh, I want to say Roman Reigns, but La- it's not. the Irish last oh, kicker. Last, last kicker. Oh, uh, Becky Lynch. Correct. Last one. <laughs> The hint I just came up with, I can't say. <laughs> um, Go on, Primo. Go on. Well, I was just gonna say because it's more than one word. Um, you sang a song for one of the hints. It's true. <laughs> I was gonna say no, no longer Jamaican. <laughs> Kofi. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, 
AJ won by about a minute. So, uh, so How was AJ that even is the winner of Cage Match. Today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for being a good sport. Uh, oh, yeah. Really. Thanks for uh, being a good sport and playing along with us on that. <laughs> no longer uh, your chances. <laughs> no, yeah. It's all right. We kind of do it for the debauchery. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like why we do yeah. it. So, I think but, we uh, all fail at that yeah, game. We definitely would. Every single one of us. Even Billy, you, when Bill, we we've, playing. uh, it's been a big pleasure having you on the show here today. Uh, we uh, don't know what your Christmas plans are, but we hope they are absolutely great and phenomenal. Wish your family all the best. Um, is there anywhere that you know of right now that you're going to be after the first of the year? Ooh, uh, I don't think anything else is announced yet. I will okay, be part. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Allowed to I'm say, right? Yeah, I thought say. about that. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Just know that you'll be um, everywhere, I guess, right? Definitely. Uh, that January 1st weekend, I will be with GCW and the New Year's show, so I'll definitely be up there. I don't know if I'll be wrestling, but you'll see me uh, if you're in the area. Oh, God, you're not going to do a death match, are you? Sauce, <laughs> red is green. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, I don't, even want, I don't even want to talk about that. I don't even want to talk about that. But yeah, we we had a blast having you on the show today. Uh, plug your socials, tell everybody where you are, where they can get that Big Starks brand merch, all that good stuff. Um, if you want to check out some of my merchandise and grab a Big Starks brand T-shirt, uh, it's all at bigstarksbrand.com. Um, it's also linked to my Twitter bio, and all of my social media is at Billy Starks, B I L L I E, and then Starks is S T A R K Z. Boys, anything you got here for Billy before we say bye? Just uh, just thank you, and you're wrong about waffles. One of these days, I will get someone on my pancake team. Hasn't happened yet, but I, I don't understand. The new day is about all you have. To, to um, actually re- rebuttal that, thank you for coming on, and you are correct about waffles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, just have, have a good Merry Christmas, and, and, and once again, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I hope you all have a great holidays and everybody listening. But I want to ask one question before I leave because you guys all got to ask me questions. Okay. Good. So reverse card. Uh, favorite <laughs> movie? Oh, okay. That's easy uh, for me. DB, you go first. Uh, mine is Hoosiers. Mine is Hoosiers. I've always loved basketball. Hoosiers. Like my first love. So Hoosiers has always been my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. What do you got, boys? Oh, I have so many, but first, uh, one of one of my top favorite movies is ah. Uh, there's two I was gonna say, but we'll go with Law Abiding Citizen. Law Abiding Citizen. Hmm. So, I'm I'm a weirdo. My favorite movie of all time. Uh, I don't even recommend it. It's called Magnolia <laughs> by by P. P. Anderson. It's so weird. <laughs> we don't recommend it. Really don't recommend it. Really don't watch it. I don't strange, recommend it. But it's it's like the best movie ever. I love it. That are that are um Gangs of New York. I love Gangs of New York. This is gonna be like my new routine, just asking at the end of podcasts. Yeah, uh, that's great. like different shows and movies. So I have a watch list when I'm on the road so I can make fun of uh your guys' choices. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah, next time next time you come on, you can call us out. So tell us what movie is your favorite so we can watch and you know, and equally, you. you know, you know, make fun of you. 
Oh, easily. Mine is Heather's, and I get made fun of all the time by it because it's I don't even like, know what that is, but I'm watching. Oh, that's, actually, that's actually a really from, good like, pick. Oh, it's great. My boyfriend yeah. thought I was crazy when he watched it for the first time. He's like, why is this your favorite movie? They're I mean, trying to blow is... up a school. <laughs> yeah, there, oh, there are some teenage murderers in, in yes. that. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. Hey, to each their own, I guess, huh? I mean, so uh, I'll check it out. So we'll all uh, reconvene here later on down the road. But thank you, Billy, for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. Go check out Billy Starks. She's all over the independent scene in the Midwest. Look out for this girl being all over the United States. If you don't know about her, uh, you will hear very, very soon. She's taken over already, and I think 2022 is going to be an even bigger year for Billy Starks. So for Primo and AJ, I am the Dirty Bird, and that's going to do it here for this interview today with Billy. Billy, say bye to the masses. Bye-bye. Have a great day, you guys. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in up to this point. Just once again, that was Daniel Maccabe, Trevor Outlaw, and Billy Starks. We can't thank them enough for being on the show and can't wait for them to be back. Next time when we are back here live, we will be back with the uh, July 11th, 1999, Sunday Night Heat, where The Rock gives his promo on Billy Gunn. We also are bringing back our... Uh, promotional drafts where we each will draft our managers and valets and potentially GMs as well. Music class will return where I will take AJ and DB to music class. So catch us all there next week. Grab them cakes.